And away we go. We're we're back. We're live. S Club. There ain't no party like an S Club party. Gonna show you how. And we've obviously gotten to the stage of the tournament. We all lose our goddamn minds. Chad's vibing. I lost my mind yesterday. You did break your mind yesterday. In the shuttle you drive back. You my mind yesterday. I think I lost. Were you I guys thought, in the same shuttle? I thought for yeah. a second that I did lose Jason as a friend. Which, really? Which I Bro. thought was going to be impossible. So this is what happened, Chad. The podcast was almost over after 60 this episodes. Is, <laughs> this, this, this is what happened, Chad. So... We get into the shuttle, it's like six of talent. Okay. And then as we're about to go, they say, oh, is it okay if you drop this one person like off at the Hilton, it's along the way, or at the arena, it's along the way. I didn't even hear that part. I just They, they said something like that. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then someone else and then someone else said like, ah, he's just joking, you know, like it's fine. Like it's along the way, it's fine, right? Okay. But I hate that, you know. Well, if it I like was along the way. Because it's also, no, it's not, it's not just the party, whether it's a detour or not. It's like... That really, you have, you have no idea who the person is. They're listening. You know, like, okay. you have to understand, we go to, we had content days and game and broadcast days. There's no off days for us. It's true. So the only time we can decompress is when the day is over and, like, shoot the shit and vent and whatever, right? So okay. that means that. But that wasn't the problem. So we're driving along. We drop off the guy. We keep going after that and we run into, like, bumper to bumper traffic uh-huh it would have been peak out and i and i check like you know we've already been driving for 10 15 minutes i check on google maps it says 22 minutes still right which is a lot usually the whole trip sure. takes around yeah, 15 yeah. minutes so we're going for 10 minutes like that um uh, 12 maybe we're just about like to go around the bend and the driver just makes a u-turn and everyone starts, starts feeling a little bit uncomfortable you know like what's happening are we you know Whatever's going we're on. playing good music at this point too. And we're having so a good time. Vibes, vibes yeah. were high. The, the music is kinda, at an all-time high. The music is kind of important, but so he turns down like uh, ho- I say hotel name, and it's like yes. I said like, I repeat it because it's like, and he's like yes, yes. Ten minutes later, we're back at the venue, not going into it, just passing by it. So we go the other way around to get to our hotel, which if he had checked Google Maps like I did when we left, would have seen that. It's, it's also not, traffic there. Okay. So something that should have been, even with traffic, a 30, 40-minute trip turned out an hour and 20 minutes. So at the point where he made the U-turn, or maybe a little <laughs> bit before that, <laughs> I've kind of had enough. Okay. I've, I've started losing my sanity. Fair enough. I had, mine is bigger than Jason's. I mean, sanity. Sp- speaker. Speaker. So okay. Jason was playing music. First, of, first it was like whatever, it's fine. Then and Anders has the worst song requests in the world, as we all know. Yeah, yeah. The he, fact that you let him request songs. So, is a problem. so at some point, One I just, in 10, I just pulled my okay. out, mine out, speaker, and started playing like whatever I wanted to play on max volume. I see. So, so there was a competition. So that in first the offended Jason a little bit. He thought that wasn't cool. But then I started playing some ridiculous shit. I no, I thought it was funny because Yanko requested a song that I added to the queue. And he took over the speaker once his song came on. So I was just like, "That's the most dumb, that's the dumbest thing I've ever yeah, seen." Yeah, that was like three songs in between. So I started playing like you know, I started with "X Gonna Give It To You," which is a banger. But then I started playing some polka, okay, some Shostakovich waltz number two, some sea shanties, sea shanties. Oh. There was uh, the polka was also in Polish. So did I'm you turn your music up at this point? I did turn my music. I wasn't gonna do a dueling <laughs> speaker situation. He, he can't fight with me. You know, we have a saying in it's, Serbia: it's you bigger. can't, you can't bring a, you know, you can't go against a. How do you call the big thing that takes uh, a digger? Yeah, you can't go at a digger with a shovel. 
Okay. So I was the digger, he's the shovel. It's kind okay. of the equivalent of like, don't bring a knife to a gunfight. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I see. Okay. So there was a lot of different music being played and, you know, I've kind of lost it at that point. I kind of, we ended with Tiesto and Just B. Wow. So yeah. Did was the a- music make it until the hotel or did the vibes die? The vibes died, but the music still made it. Towards the end, he started playing Disney music, which I can get on board with. I played the theme song from Anastasia and then The Circle of Life. If you played like uh, anything from Aladdin, I would have been appreciating that. I asked for Little Mermaid. Did you didn't get Little Mermaid? Under the sea, I didn't get under the. And I I thought there was a lot of animosity. Yeah, Yanko, what did you say? Can I say that? I don't know if you can say it. Probably, maybe, maybe if you know, just play it safe. This is also why we don't like randoms in the shuttle. Yeah. This conversation right But the here. random was out of the shuttle <laughs> at this point, right? Yeah, he was out of the shuttle. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, so last There's night that. your journey home was, was extended. Uh, treacherous. And then we were going to record the podcast when your game ended and you got back. And you also had a situation in the shuttles. Yeah, so I, I was waiting for, as we do, after we finish casting, we're waiting for the desk to finish up their segment, which is fine, right? We're not in a rush. I, I'm not on anybody's clock other than ESLs, right? Well, team attitude, wait for the yeah, desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're waiting, 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 and we weren't going to leave them behind. Uh, that's all. So we, we get in the shuttle and away we go. And... Uh, as we're heading down this road, there's an awful lot of traffic on the other side of the road. Our side is clear. We're just fucking going. And I'm like, this is great. We'll be home in no time. And then our boy... U-turn. The road was blocked. He didn't have a choice. Oh. He didn't have an option. There were just like cones and there was like, I don't know, I think maybe it was construction or something going on. Hence the traffic in the other direction. Exactly. And so he's, 10 now, PM at night. he's now turned and now we're in that traffic. And I'm realizing... Every minute that goes by is one less minute of sleep I get having to wake up at 8 a.m. to then leave here just after 9 to get to the venue to then yeah. do media. Uh, so I thought it would probably be better uh, to not record until 1 o'clock in the morning so that I could have sleep to then do media, then HRTV confirmed, and then come here and do another yeah. one. So that was, that, that was why we didn't record last night. So I apologize to everybody who maybe was going to be excited about that, but... I did have to prioritize my sleep. That w- that won't happen again. Don't worry. I will never do that ever again. <laughs> it's okay. We'll give it to you this one time. I felt so bad, but yeah. I didn't have a choice. And no, then when it I was got fine. Back, I saw uh, I saw F here in the lobby. She's arrived. Yep. Um, and she didn't lose her bag, so that's lucky her. We had sushi with her last night. We were, oh yeah. We had a chat, little introductory sushi dinner. How's she doing? She's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. She just came from Worlds. Lucky her doing yeah. the world tour of the big events. Yeah. She's on the road that's for seven nice. weeks. So she's, she didn't do TI. She's a little burnout. Oh, yeah, fair enough. But she's in Brazil now, and the weather's beautiful. Um, no, it was a little bit sunny today. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, Yanko and I were going to go to the pool. And I went down there, and I was just like, look, we got to pull the plug on the pool idea. It's windy. It's cold. Mm-hmm. starting to sprinkle a little bit. Tomorrow's supposed to be nice, though. Tomorrow's 80 degrees. You and I have been enjoying swims in the ocean. Yeah, we've and been I, doing the morning ocean. I saw Mouse went down there today, and they actually went in, like in, in. And Ooh. it was, no, it's calmer out there at the moment. Is like, it? Yeah, I, I think... I'd be interested to see if that holds for tomorrow or not. But if it is, I would like to actually get in there and get out of the back. We've had some spicy days in the, in the water where you can tell the fuck, the undercurrent, the undertow is uh, it's a bit aggressive. Yeah, and, and the, most people can't spot rips either, which does get a little bit dangerous for some of these Europeans, right? So uh, they're not used to the ocean, they're more used to the sea, which is fine. Uh, but there is some dangers out there. And I'm not talking about sharks. I'm just talking about, yeah, the, the rips. Red flags all down the beach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not on the social medias. There's caparinas there too. Those are yeah, the, the, the beach is a dangerous zone. <sighs> That's, that's a transition and a half. That's Isn't how we it? Pull that off. Let's get into the the ugliness before we can get back to the to the happiness. Uh, we felt we had to bring this up because we obviously talked about the config situation a few episodes back. Um, a little bit of a, a Sadika situation occurred, as uh, most of you would well know with the articles that were released. Um, and yeah, he's been removed from the event and and flown home. 
Yeah, that, I mean... That's the long and the short of it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, and moving swiftly on. <laughs> and other games. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, I was there. I was in the conference room when everything was happening. You know, Matt came to me before stuff happened. And, I mean, he was drunk. He was belligerently drunk. He was slurring. He just had too much to drink, you know. And the conflicts that happened, he was obviously in the wrong. I didn't see... There were no punches exchanged or anything like that. You know, I saw no physical. You didn't get hit in the face. We saw that one on the on the social. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the <laughs> black eye. Yanko's someone been, said someone was like, he had a black eye in the broadcast. I was like, what? The I was fuck? like, what? <laughs> Please, <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just like unnecessary. It was weird. Like he was in the wrong. You know, the way he handled himself, and you know, it's just something that should have never have happened. And ESL did. I think the only right thing, you know, yeah. and did the only thing they could do, which is send him home. And, you know, luckily we have plenty of people here who just jumped in. I mean, Anders is your natural also co-caster, co yeah. but even if it wasn't like, you know, Dinko okay. would be next in line. They're all, they're all great like guys. So yeah, I just, I don't even want to say, I don't think it's going to put a stain on the event or anything. I think the event just moved swiftly along. It just like sucks to, in all the hype and everything cool that's, been going around this event that there's you know this like shit detail that's going on there but yeah you know we always say you can't have a major without drama that's well, true we, we say every major one talent has a meltdown yeah right it happens every major someone has like a whatever but this is really you know chernobyl levels <laughs> yeah this was this was excessive even for our for our standards yeah i look i i just want my level of involvement in this was the night before it was after midnight when i made this tweet and i saw people conflating my tweet which was about i think like there were some musicians who arrived or whatever and i was trying to go to sleep like at midnight and there was a lot of ruckus down in the lobby that i could hear from my room because i'm just above the lobby right here yeah. this this room right and uh, my tweet w had nothing to do with the incident because that incident actually happened the following night. And uh, so I saw some people who were referencing my tweet to do with what happened. And I was like, well, no, it's got nothing to do with what happened. Uh, and also, I just want to, to, to say that I have nothing to add to this because I was in bed. Uh, yeah, whack it on if you want. Uh, I was in bed and uh, I, I had uh, no involvement, no, no visual uh, interactions with this scenario so I, I i can't really comment on what did or did not happen as i wasn't there and that's not me passing the buck i quite truly was in bed yeah i was i was up in bed too uh and got a message so i was brought in after most of everything went down to in, in more of the damage control phase of the situation the more of the um let's let's get some people down here that can help put an end to this situation that has already gone on for far too long so yeah i don't i didn't really see anything uh that occurred except for the tv um which was in the articles. And yeah, I don't have much. I mean, it's just one of those things. As you mentioned, like Anders, my natural partner, the, the way this year kind of worked out was Anders Blast, Sadikus DSL. Um, and one of those conversations that I had with, with Matt at the beginning of the year was like, you know, you got to prove, like at Katowice, like, you got to show that you want to be here and you got to show that you're interested in being part of this product and you got to show that you, you know, that you respect the game and the job enough to actually continue doing a good job the way you used to. And um, that's the big, that's kind of the big goal for, for this year is you showing that it's something that I'm going to invest my time into and that ESL is going to invest their resources into as well as having you part of these products. And I think obviously for me, like the, I think for him too, it's, it's like this, this kind of situation was just a reflection of not being that invested into the product. Okay. To uh, put it to, yeah. No, but th this is, this is the thing. Like I, I, I don't want to expand on this too much. Matt is extremely talented. 
right? I, I will Absolutely. always, I will always maintain that stance. Matt is extremely talented at what he does. He is very gifted yeah. at play-by-play commentary. He's even, you know, we, we know a little bit more insight about Matt and his family and stuff. And so we know that he he has uh, good influences in his life to do with presenting, right? Uh, and, and, and being able to speak well and controlling his diaphragm. All things that I have no idea how to do. Matt and what he does is, is very talented. But uh, the, the flip side of this is actions have consequences. And you've seen the consequences. The people at home, right, who have, have been reading about this stuff. It, the thing is, I hate it. It's such a platitude. But... It is what it is. But yeah. it happened. There was a fallout, and that's it, right? That that's as far as this goes in my mind. Yep. And done and dusted. Cheers. Cool. All right. Uh, moving on swiftly. The legend stage is over. That was quite quick. We we handled that with uh, grace and poise. We tacked. Felt the same way. We're Shout very out good to machine this. one time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> was it tact without? Uh, no. Honesty without tact is cruelty. Yes. Yeah. That, that's machine uh, Alex Machine Richards unquote. That's yeah. very deep. No, I don't know where I got that one from. Himself. Did he make it himself? <laughs> Coach points Twitter. So, I, I don't know. I don't Fuck know. I don't you. know. <laughs> Man, this is the thing. I don't know why people mock you about the coach quotes. The coach quotes. The thing is, like, people looking at those and go, oh, just fuck. No, but, like, if you actually buy in and believe those words as a team and as a system, it will actually make a difference to the way that you approach life and the video game. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> I mean, no, it's like, it's a whole thing. If you look at organizations and, like, competitions and how they go about doing things it's like repeating like you know setting goals and just repeating them from multiple sides and well they also mostly have to do with i think the last aspect of competition that the players especially young players think about which well, especially is the, the mentality yeah and fans is mentality and is the way you kind of approach things and is the way you kind of go at it as a, as a competition and as your job and i think as probably older people and more experienced people and people coming in three and as coaches that was what those are two of the big issues that we have probably seen in the players is those kinds of mentalities that those quotes technically sure, yeah. you know go after so um yeah it's about building a culture and getting those people to buy into it though right like the, yeah. th- that's the thing when we talk about like coaches and in-game leaders and structure and everything a lot of the time for people who haven't played team sports or haven't done anything at a high level like that, they don't really understand what that scenario is. Even for us to have high camaraderie is a big deal because that will be felt on the broadcast. If we're having a good time, we're going to show it. And it comes this through is, to you as viewers. Bro, yeah. This is a great topic. Let's talk about this before we get into the game. So first, what you said about culture. I think in my first interview I gave to HLTV or whoever when I joined MIBR, mm. I said like, I, or, or after I was in the team for a little while, it's like I want to establish a culture. So what that meant was like, I know that Fallen and Fur and Cold and Stewie and Tarek are all still individuals who are capable of winning tournaments, right? Like they're skilled enough, they're mechanically good enough, they're smart enough and so on. But I also felt that because of their prior successes, they were reluctant to change and do things in a different way. And in the meanwhile, the game has evolved, people have gotten better can't just bully people, you know, doing the same old, same old, right? So it was like kind of understanding that you need to change some habits, remove others, add different ones, right? And probably we didn't have more success because, you know, I failed to establish that at a level that I would have liked. But we had a talk, me and Jason today, with outsiders and, and, and fanatic, and I discussed this, I think, on the desk about vitality and G2. So this is the, the, the talking point is this. Vitality and G2 for me are very very similar yes, why I because agree. those are teams who were last year two and three whatever at different times they were like right behind navi the whole year and they both made significant changes coming into this year and the changes were made we are making these changes to go from two to one 
you yes, know? Yes, yes, yes. So the team is formed and the changes are made with that in mind. So, and that is like known to the players, whether it was directly said to them, even if it isn't, that's like the, the, the atmosphere around the team, right? So you're thinking like if you're a player coming into, for example, if you're Alexi B coming into that team, or if you're the Danes coming to Vitality, you're like, so it's number one or bust. Everything else other than being the best team in the whole fucking world is not good enough. That's an insane amount of pressure yep. to begin with, like to to, ha to go to come into a team with, to, to try to build things, right? And I think both of those teams are not finding as much success as they'd like or they expected because it's like, you know, you could tell Vitality guys, when I see them play, they're always stressed. They're always true, stressed yeah. when they're winning, yeah. they're stressed, when they're losing, they're stressed. You know, I bet when they won Pro League, they didn't feel happy. They just felt relief. Like, we won an event. Like, it's there in the history books, you know, whatever. Like, because you know how much is invested, you see all the support staff that you have. You feel like you're being set up for success. You have everything you need. You have people who know how to win, who've done it multiple times. But it's not that simple. Because you look on the flip side of that, and we talk to outsiders, and, and, and what, you know, I asked outsiders the question, what is it that you have that no one else has that, can help you, that can make you win the tournament, right? Like, win the major. And then, and, and Flit said something like, They all live together. You know, we've been year. living together, like, for a year, you know, been going through the, the same things, like, together. I see this guy for 17 hours a day, you know, like, we just have such a tight bond and we're on the same page. And I think that can give us an edge against some of the other teams. And then you talk to Fnatic and they say the same thing in terms of, we're on the same, because I asked them, like, you haven't been a team that long, but it feels like you really trust each other in game. Like, you can tell, like, there's a lot of good team play and so on. There's a lot of trust. And they said the similar thing. It's like, yeah, just everyone's, we feel like even though, you know, we are not team for a long time, we feel like we've been together for a long time. So they found like, good personalities. Yeah, and, yeah. and Roy is saying, like, also the org has been working on, like, kind of making sure that we function well outside of the game and that we spend time together because they feel and we feel that's important to having success. And there's your answer. Like you can't, you have to, yeah. you know, if, if I were gonna talk to Apex and tell him, if he asked me, what, what what do you think we need to do to be better? You know, why can't he, I would say, dude, try to have, try to make it fun sure, for yourself yeah, yeah. and yeah. for the team, right? Like, you know, he's always like, he, he extremely hard worker, all of them are. I yeah. mean, Zonic is as well, right? But it's like, after some point, the amount of work, it becomes, how do you say it? Counterproductive, right? Yeah, like yeah. It's doing more harm than good. So it's, it's the same concept. I don't know what I, your thoughts are on, on all this whole thing. I tried to bring that same thing into Liquid, where it was like, you guys obviously aren't having any fun together, and it's not like you have to be like some fucking lovey family and like you know sure. jolly with each other all the time. Friends. But if you're not enjoying the process and having fun with the process, you lose an element of creativity, right? You lose an element yes. of wanting to speak up and wanting to say, "This is what I want to do," or "I think this is a cool idea. Let's experiment with this." Or you run into the problem of before a practice game, like nobody saying, "Hey, we should really." work on this i want to try like pushing short more often this game you know you know you lose that kind of creativity and commu communication between teammates and players that prevents progress from being made because nobody is having a good time and they're just coming in doing the job and yeah. leaving and when it gets boiled down to that basic element at the end of the day this is a game and like you if you if you boil it down to just coming in and just doing your basic job and just the bare minimum like you're never going to improve and you're never going to get better and that's part of the reason why it was it was kind of obvious to me that changes had to be made yeah you know what's curious right just to build off of a lot of what you guys are talking about here and and it's great to get that knowledge from the conversation that you had today uh, but the outside is one that I, I find is a bit of a sticking point here is yakinda would constantly say that they were just teammates this was work remember 
That was his standpoint. So it's curious that the new roster is different to that, at least in the mindset. Or was that just your kinder and he felt that way? That that's curious because those are two. They don't they don't match up those two different perspectives on the situation. That's interesting. Well, yeah, I'm not really sure. I think also, you know, since they had to become outsiders, it's been a bit more difficult for them, especially now with a five-man Russian world. lineup. Yeah. They they're mostly outside the country, right? So that's that's why they spend more time yeah. together. And Yekinder has kickers from Kazakhstan. Just want to make, oh, yeah, make that's sure. True. Uh, kickers from Kazakhstan. And and in the Yekinder lineup, Yekinder is obviously Latvian, and they had Buster, who's also uh, Kazakhstan. Yeah. Um, I know, like, well, Yekinder is a very um, dominant personality and I don't mean that in any kind of like crazy way he just is someone who like takes over the energy of the room when he's there he's yeah. very he's arrogant. charismatic he's arrogant <laughs> okay. well there's a I, I was, he's, it's it. a fine line and I think and I, and I used to think until recently that he's walking it like he is more on the you know confidence side of it. but I think not, not, not by a lot I think he's slightly arrogant and I think it's also he's young and I think he'll realize sure. in a little while what's the difference between the two this is not like a you know, stab or a shot at him. I just think you know he probably had would be would benefit him to tone it down a little bit and kind of in the interviews it felt toned down. Like you have to be like look at you know you have to have an attitude if you want to if you're one of the best players in the world, right? That's yeah. almost it's, it's it's a good thing to have, but just to which levels like that's where it's like I think you you can fall depending on your perspective of it you can fall on either side of that and say it's a good thing or a bad thing for me I look at it and I'm like good I want liquid, for liquid I want liquid to have, have an attitude I want liquid to have even if it's arrogance just but, but look it's not he, he need how do you bring that to the rest of the team it's not that I disagree with your sentiment there yeah. right but if if your teammates start to see what you're doing as Yanko's saying as arrogance and not confidence then you have more of a problem well I I can Oh, that's a holy that's moly! Red beans and ravioli. Oh, it's raining cats and dogs out there. <laughs> this is great with the window wide open. Yeah, we get a bit yeah. of a view here. You're sorry, Shay's Lounge. Yeah. Have a good time. I know. Where was I going to go? Also, with that? just sorry before you yeah. start your point. I just want to say, Chad, um, OJ Borg He's replied to my photo, and of you said narrow at rest. Like so, you look like an emperor. Oh, OJ's coming in. Yeah, he'd be here tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. All yeah. right. Um, I, I was going to say. I mean. I, you could take again, take from it what you will, but all reports of him within Team Liquid are great. You know, everything we've heard from Team Liquid in interviews, and that obviously doesn't always tell the story. And sometimes those interviews are very prettied up and, um, you know, have, have a nice coating around them. But everything that we've heard, even behind the scenes, is that Yakinder coming in and changing the environment within the team for a positive. So I'm not going to come down too hard on the arrogant side of it just yet, although I agree some of that seems to be bleeding. I think his most recent interview that I saw was the one where he said he thinks he's like the smartest player in the world. And that's something you have to think. <laughs> That's something you have to think, but maybe keep that one buttoned up. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like, for example, and also I just want to be on the record and say I think, without a doubt, Yekinder is a net positive for Liquid. Yeah. You know, and I don't think he like hurts the team with his like whatever. But you know, you know what Olaf Meister would say? He would when he was the best player in the world. He would He's say, a, "I don't think I'm the best, but yeah. I don't. What was? I don't it think that? anyone else is better than me. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. Think I don't I think I'm the best was, player, but there's nobody else who's better than me. And yeah, I, so that was such a baller which, quote. Which is well. a baller quote. Yeah. It's a cool way to say it. And it's like sort of a. I wonder well, if he arrogant, came up with, but not arrogant. Do you think he came up with that, or do you think he saw that in like an interview from someone else? From coach quotes. No, but so just you know, I gotta Google it. No, I was gonna say like. Look at the teams that have been the best in the world for the last two years. It's Navi and FaZe, right? And we've, we've heard from Twists ever since he joined FaZe that he loves the atmosphere and he was always trusting Kerrigan from day one, right? Like even yeah. when they were losing, they had a really bad year. But they spent that year almost like kind of building that up and creating that bond and ha building that trust between themselves, right? So when they added the final piece, 
their CS became good enough and they had good enough players that that could actually matter, right? Yeah. They, you know, you, you, your brotherhood, friendship, whatever, is not going to, you know, get you a championship win if you're playing shit CS or you don't have yeah. good enough players, but it can be the difference maker be within the top five. And you look at Navi on the other side, you know, I, I, I don't want to, I don't know them as well, like I can't tell yeah. as much, but they've also had same or similar players for a very long time you know like simple and electronic been together for a long time blade blade has been there for a while perfecto even now like two almost three years so it took them time as well to figure all that stuff out it's yeah. not like they were built like teams that are the best they became gradually the best it mm -hmm. wasn't like you know phase of 2017 let's just we had all of we had guardian we're supposed to be number one and we we become number one like i think those days are you know long gone yeah, but I, I think that that expectation from people that don't quite see it or understand it, right? So uh, that in itself is a bit of a is a bit of a drama, like trying to communicate that. And this is the thing it, from our experiences, like with what we're talking about now, it's a pitfall. It's part of holy shit! It is yeah, fucking it is really bucketing dumpster. down. Holy shit! I don't think it's rained this heavy the whole time we've been here. No, it doesn't seem like it. We had dinner plans tonight. We might have to cancel. No, we can still go, mate. Yeah, I, did you bring I, a rain jacket? I, yes, I did. It's actually oh, you, can, you yeah, lucky mother. I, look, I I just need i i just need a proper meal because uh i yeah, haven't been fair. i haven't been eating properly since i've been here which is great for the waistline but not great for the mental um it is great for the waistline yeah i always feel so thin when i go back home to the states Mate, events, within a week i'm just like baby i feel bloated i feel fat i feel gross it's all that fucking cornstarch in the american food map yeah. now you're healthy i'm getting there yeah the boss does some yoga you're fucking all on top of it mate you guys are you're out there running you got dogs i see with a chainsaw jason's living a great life he's I'm, like a fucking lumberjack i'm doing my best when i get home I, look, when I see you at home, it makes me sitting in my bedroom doing fuck all, just go, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Well, you're yeah. sitting in Malta. You get a you're question. You go to the ocean every single morning. Yeah. So it's fucking great. I got I to gotta fix that. It's a C. Well, look, this is the thing. It's <laughs> hard. Americans no, and geography. He's, he's, he's correct. It took me <laughs> yeah, so yeah. long to start calling it the sea every time. But we got the ocean out here. But to dial back in, this is one of the pitfalls in my career as a player. Um, is not understanding what I needed to do as a captain and in-game leader of the team to nurture a culture of four other individuals, a coach and a manager while overseas, living in America, traveling. Like I didn't have the mental capacity or understanding. If I could go back now, they would yeah. all be things at the top of my list to make sure my focus was on. Obviously the gameplay too, you know, I'd make sure I wouldn't get caught running around corners with nades in my hand. That was probably <laughs> towards, towards the top too. But understanding how to nurture the correct environment and be there for my teammates, that was one thing that you know i expected everybody to be a functioning adult like i was and i wasn't a fully functioning adult either so uh, fuck yeah this so, is this is great like uh background yeah, yeah. open the door let's yeah. get the ambiance in there really no but all right uh, i can i can i can no but, really? uh, no, but uh that's that's one of the things that Dude, I you can't see like 50 meters ahead you can't see because of the rain we can't see the lagoon yeah, yeah. I just wish that, and this is one of the things, if I ever become a coach, you two have already spoken about it here, but it's one of those things where... So I, you're saying there's a chance? Yeah, that was ominous. What do you mean, if you ever become a coach? You mean when? Yeah, when? I will, I will coach one one day. Ooh, well, I'm to Australia by a plot of land. I've spoken about news. you two in this before. No, I've, I've mentioned it, and I've used you two as the example alongside of Henry of as well. Of why you don't want to do it? Of no, no, no. <laughs> not of why I don't want to do it, but I, look, you guys, you went difficult to level 9,000. Yeah, you went, we started Let's at... go to already established teams and see if we can make them better. Yeah, that's I'm going to go, let's go all the way back to Australia, grab a bunch of plucky kids, yeah. find you know a good star or two, and then work on it and do what you're talking about, build this build this team over time right so I, I don't think I could ever 
try and do what you guys did and not be not not because of how it panned out just because to buy that respect from players for me it's hard i i don't know how i would be able to do it well i mean for me personally i would only go and at the time coach those two teams because i knew i had their respect yeah. already right like that's why i didn't want to go somewhere else you know because it's hard to do it but i want to say something go back just to what you were saying about your time as a player and if you could bring it back like you it's also hard to fault you or anyone for that because it's a very fine line you need to walk because it's a result-driven... Yeah, true. Like, you're competing. Like, yeah. results matter. Yeah. You can't go for a year and not do anything, right? And say, oh, we're just, you know, we're working on the atmosphere. I mean, maybe you could. I don't know. It depends on your... In, in, in my opinion, that that's too much. With so, how frequently they paid us, so uh, you probably could have. <laughs> so you have to be very, you know, either deliberate or have to be very careful and, and, and put a lot of thought into how do you balance it out where you are trying to create a healthy atmosphere and build a culture, but also, you know, not bombing out every tournament while you're doing it, right? Like your focus is on that, but hey, we're still, you know, we're still good enough to have a certain level of results. Mate, I was snowed under. I was fucking snowed under. Yeah. I was Tell me about performing it. poorly, trying to come up with new approaches to the game, not completely understanding what I was even meant to be doing, right? Like trying yeah. to refine a game of Counter-Strike for me and my team instead of looking at the broader picture. If I was sleeping on mattresses on a kitchen floor, I think, I, and, and I know Fallen and stuff, right? They, they smashed it, but we had a whole different experience compared to those boys, right? Our experience was you're in a hotel room in Las Vegas and then every day you go to a, literally a room without windows. It was a condemned room in the hotel with no windows and it smelled bad as fuck because the shower and the thing had never been used. I had to fucking fix that in the hotel and it was just a miserable experience, right? And I'm not saying sleeping on the mattress in someone's house wasn't, but... Right, they were together all the time. They'd built that brotherhood. We were separated. You and know? you were in we, fucking Vegas. Of all yeah, places. we weren't together. I, I, I didn't have that togetherness. And that's where I fucked up in the second phase of Renegade. The first phase, we were together. It was us against everybody else. And then after I fucked up. That was one well, thing I, can, I really I, felt. I just want to say I can relate to the dark rooms with no windows from doing like all these things in Katowice, you know, like this warehouse oh, yeah, where yeah, just, yeah. they have no yeah, exposure to sunlight. It affects your mood for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I had that same experience in Liquid. Was uh, I mean, we had the, the amazing facility that they had. We weren't in a dark room or anything like that. But it was also during COVID time. So the whole city was oh, shut shit, down. So yeah. you like, we, we couldn't actually do anything as a team. There was no like team dinners you could go out to. You couldn't just go like enjoy the city. You couldn't just go take your mind off Counter-Strike. There was no like real, I guess like team building environment to do in. Cause it's like the only option you had is go up to your room and play video games on your own or sleep or yeah. go down to the gaming room and play with the team that you've been with every single day. Yeah. I've never, I've never felt worse mentally than when COVID hit because what happened was COVID hits, everything moves online. You have veteran players who... They don't give a if, fuck. If it was online contract, they would have retired, probably, yeah. right? Which, I mean, all of did, sort of. And we call that quiet the, TOs, the TOs just changed formats to add more games. Oh, yeah. Right? Because it was no extra cost for them, more <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I played one time. With, we did this Pro League season in 2020, the first half. And I played like 10 best of threes in 13 days. And Serbia had a curfew. So after 5 p.m., you can't leave your home. Like yeah. from 5 p.m. Yeah. until 6 a.m. the next day. So I'm playing a game. So I, I get up. I, you know, we go, we, I go run the three through the, through the prep. We play a warm up map where we play the game. And we were having these losses like 2 1 every time, 16 14, overtime. Like, shit game after shit game, right? Like tough losses. It would have been easier to lose 16-2. And then you can't even go out to walk for a walk. 
I have like an hour and then I have to start watching shit for tomorrow's game, right? And it has to, and it's like going and going and going. I like feel like I'm I'm losing my mind here. Like this yeah. is like actually insane torture you yeah. know like it's it's unreal and the, the worst thing was at the start of 2020 we were sick like we figured it out we moved brocky to up all of back on the lurk we had those close games against navi at iem like they stomped everyone That's and, right, and yeah. we almost like beat them so we felt like you know kind of we're number two you know we like we just we stomped liquid at blast two times it was the one where cold gets up and <laughs> screams at them so it's like you feel like you were on an upward trajectory, like you were skyrocketing, everything was going great, and then all of a sudden everything starts yeah. going to shit. And all of retires, then you have to figure it out, and blah, 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 blah. And it, the, the rest the, is history. Yeah, so yeah. it's rough. Like, it's really, you have to you have to pay attention to that shit because it, it matters. Now, uh, speaking about culture, which is what we've been doing right now, guys, I have to ask a very serious question to the two of you, and unfortunately Mohan isn't here, so I can get him in, but someone in the Reddit thread said that you guys were laughing at me and that hurt my feelings. Were you guys laughing at me? When? When I was t when I was trying to update everybody about the Dexter Tech situation, man. Oh. Were you guys laughing at my expense? Not at your expense. I think we were laughing at... I, I was laughing I was at laughing. you. I was laughing at you, but not the way people think. I was laughing because I just you're just funny. It was, like you get a little fired bit, up when you get fired up. Like it's I I I was laughing because I I loved it when you get I love it when you get fired up. You guys can be honest with me. So right? I was laughing not in a laughing positive at way, you. and I was laughing like because I can tell how much it mattered to you. Yeah. Right. Like so, it was that that part of it was. Like you were really invested in that. I was laughing because I think that that whole conversation was like 40, 45 minutes. Sorry, everyone. No, it was fine. It was fine. It was, it was good. But I had to give like the three like, all right, let's let's move on. We've kind of nailed this one on the head about 10 times. Let's yeah. move on. And then it would go back into it. And it's like, all right, hey, uh, games, let's move. And, and then, then after you know. that, of course, articles start coming out <laughs> with Chopper. It's like, ah, oh, we were better off. We're better off. Yeah, that I next know. day had to feel good for you. Well, no, look, I want to make this clear. Right, this is this is the thing. You hate uh, Dexter. No, I, that's the thing. I don't. He he unfollowed me on Twitter. Uh, oh dear. With that, but that's fine. Look, yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. I get it. I understand. That's okay. I don't hold that against him by any means. But um, I I don't dis I don't dislike him as a player. I think he's a very good player. I just want to make this clear. I think he's a very good player. I think he's very influential. I like watching him play. I think him as a personality when I see him in interviews and with his teammates doing yeah. all that is great. I just think that unfortunately he's young and he was a little bit callous with his words and I've definitely been there before. I've been that fucking idiot before. And so I just I just want to let the people at home know I have nothing against Dexter. I just, you know, I felt that there was a little bit of uh, a little bit of callousness there that needed to be corrected. Yeah, and we're also, I mean, it's one of the byproducts too of us being closer to the side of the product that was offended most by the, by the but tweets, right? I, but the thing is, it's not like the product came to me and said, hey, Chad, yeah, go yeah. out here and do it. Mm -hmm. It's the people who I am friends with, and I don't want to get into this again, and the people who I see as colleagues, and 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 that to me was the the reason I took offense to that. Right? We cut, touched on it last week, or whenever. Yeah, last time we recorded the the, the technical issues. Nobody wants it, right? And I don't want to fucking harp on this. We didn't have many technical issues at all. Uh, Once they were figured out, yeah. Yeah, and there's some. Oh yeah, yeah. In the legend stage, yeah. yeah. Make sure we make that clear. Um, there's definitely some people out there who are trying to rewrite history and say this has been one of the the events with the most technical issues as far as the major is concerned. I don't think it takes a whole lot. We could sit here and deconstruct that, and we don't need to because that, as a message, is 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 bullshit, right? That's that's not the case. And when people see these tech issues pop off at the start of games, traditionally a lot of the time, 
it is players adjusting their microphones in TeamSpeak because they weren't prepared for the crowd noise, right? You need to adjust your uh, either... Yeah, they're doing it on the fly as well. Exactly, right? Volume gate or... Exactly. So that's why a lot of them happen, right? There's definitely some that, that popped off the power outage going out the other day. I thought that was going to keep us down for a very long time. I thought time. that was going to be like a four or five hour I thought thing. we were fucked. That was yesterday, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It wasn't that bad. It was like 20 minutes. Yeah, well, I, th- yeah, I think by the, it, was about, I it was closer to an hour by the end oh, okay. of it. But the power came back on. Yeah, but the power came back on pretty quick. It just took them a while to get everything online. And they did have generators because uh, yeah. I was. I saw. I was on. I actually jumped on No Majors Club with Richard and Henry was there and Lauren was there. Uh, and uh, that's gonna be M of you. What do you mean? Going to the No Majors Club while being at the major. No, but the game wasn't live. <laughs> I was giving them a report from the window uh, of the okay. Five Star Hotel. I was oh. just saying, you know, you know, nothing's wrong here. I was just live know, from Rio. Exactly, memeing a bit. Chad's Panjay Uh But but it came back up pretty quick, and Richard was still in the Go TV the entire time, and the players were still typing to yep. each other the entire time. I thought so, that was cool when I found out that they have the the match servers and the player computers are all on a generator. To be able to match medic those situations. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. That's great. Yeah, it's right. sick. That was As if Mikkel Slovinsky is on top of his shit no matter what, who would have thought? Yeah, yeah. Well, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, the contingencies there. Who would have thunk it? But uh, yeah, I, I, that was only that was our biggest issue, really. The other ones in terms of tech issues were minor things or maybe like anomalies that cropped up. So as far as the smoothness of uh, the legend stage went, it was much smoother. Uh, and we we definitely they've definitely re- resolved the issue that was plaguing Fiku and, and Shiro right those yep. two standout things so that's a positive in itself right there and um, I'm I'm really quite content with how things have been going right like I obviously I can't watch the broadcast at all times because I'm casting I can't watch over both streams I haven't been able to watch all the games I'm doing my best yep. to rewatch um, but from what I've been able to consume and what I've seen and this fucking music video with Harry today holy shit it's lit I'm bangs. fucking loving it that music yeah. video man like. We know we know Harry. He likes to release some funny songs on his fucking Twitter, like and he's got some frag highlights to the back. But Harry's a guy like who, you know, he obviously he obviously likes that uh, side of things, like coming up with raps or coming up with songs or whatever. And then getting the opportunity, I think it was ESL who hooked him up with uh, what is it M. A- I don't K- know his K- name, but yeah, there's I, like a Brazilian rapper that's yeah, here as well. Getting that opportunity and then giving them a music video that. Um, it's very well put together. Janny, that's Janny. So Janny, shout out to him and he, the OAP team. Yeah. He did the skit as well that we did. Yeah. Yeah. So Janny, just for everybody, I love getting credit to these people because they're actually my friends. Janny, um, he he's a Latvian. Uh, I don't know why that's important, but what is important <laughs> is he used to be a professional Rainbow Six player, uh, and now okay. he's turned like an editor for ESO. Cool. Right. So he uh, he he does some great stuff. So and he gets the whole esports culture as well. Exactly. He makes yeah. us look good. Yeah. yeah. So, he does so make sh- us look good. Shout out to Janny, and actually shout out to everybody, right? Because there's a whole bunch of people that who help Alex with the trailers and everything. I fucking love these people, man. They all care about the game. Every yeah. time, every, like we did, I did some of those voiceovers as well. And every time I see like what they put together around it, because every when you record voiceovers, you feel like such a fucking oh, asshole, yeah. don't you? You, you feel never like know how to inflect idiot. your voice yeah. or anything. And I'm just like, this is gonna suck. <laughs> you see the finished product and i'm just like these editors work magic yeah. <laughs> they work fucking magic make us look all right that's yeah. the thing I, you could put anybody on the camera at that point actually no don't do that we need our jobs um but yeah <laughs> and, and that music video if people haven't seen it maybe we can link it or whatever harry's actually going to convert this to uh mp4 format so we can put it on youtube this in our last two episodes we'll okay. be throwing those up on youtube as well and okay. if you don't see them on youtube blame harry yeah <laughs> uh, but i recommend Harry, checking GG out that Twitter. song uh, but here's the thing, right? We're going into should, what should we talk about? I don't know where should we pivot from here. Like we have well, everything talk about, to talk about. Yeah, the legends. Let's talk about let's some talk. teams that were. Do you want to talk about some teams who were eliminated first? Because we're going to talk about the champions. Oh shit! Stage. Yeah, but this like it's happened very quickly. So the phase 03, right? Fucking hell. Yeah, we. I guess we have to start. Okay, Yanka, what do you think? 
I because here's here's the deal. I know oh, no, I know that coming. I well I I'm curious on everybody's opinion on this. I know what mine is. Vertigo. What is your opinion about playing Vertigo against Bad News Eagles? Not about Vertigo as a whole, against Bad News Eagles. I hated it personally because it's an O2 game, which is it's not that it's an O2 game. It's like you're playing Bad News Eagles. It's like why are you? I mean, I don't say they're afraid, but why not just play them on ancient? Yeah. What's the worst thing that can, you know? What's the worst thing that can happen? You can lose, right? Like the map in some sort of a fashion. But I always felt like um, with my players, right? Like I felt like I had very good players individually, and I want to. And even if we are sometimes struggling on a map, like especially in a high pressure game, especially at majors, they can win games. You know, yeah. like with a couple of good rounds, a couple of good moves, and I would much rather play a map that they feel good on than try to be like super 4D, play 4D chess and like mind out mind game like the opponent and pick a map that I think is really weak for them and then come up with this cra- with this like super game they plan. They have good strats, right? That was it. So, so, so that's the thing, like just for me naturally, and, and you know, I don't know how phase functions like that. those like inner dynamics, are the players okay with that? Are the players maybe not okay with that, but they just get along with it because you know you kind of have to put put up a brave face, right? It just feels unnecessary. But people are also taking it too far, because go back to pro league finals that they won. What did they do against Ants, Ants? Yeah. They vetoed Nuke, which became later their best map, and they left Vertigo in and Spicta, and they beat them on it. So I don't know if that was, but it's different because it was a final that was Zero the best two, of it yeah. was the best of five, right? So you yeah. have an extra map to and play with. It was with. map number one. Yeah, and it was map number one. So. I didn't like it in this particular scenario. Could they have still won the map? Yes. Yes. Could they have still won the series even with that loss? Yes. Could they have also won 2-0 if the map was ancient? We would never know. They, they definitely that, that possibility they, definitely exists. But what would have happened? We can't know. Didn't they lose like a thirteen to five lead on one of the maps in that series as well? They, still, uh, they, they lost were a big up, lead on they were up or crazy. Like that. Big. Yeah. I, I think it was fourteen to nine at yeah. one 15, point. 11. Yeah, on on Mirage or fifteen ten even. They should have yeah. closed Mirage. There was a couple of interesting financial decisions there late where they could have full bore or they could have done something that resembled a full buy, but they went for like a partial, which I thought was like not classical for phase, right? Like I thought they may as well just go for the knockout blow. So they were definitely under the pump. They were feeling it, and uh, it, it was it was just rough to watch. I I actually I have my, the Vertigo thing for me. I mean, I, I I thought this situation was a bit aggressive to do it in, considering it was elimination series. That, that's a big risk. But I also love it, and I, I find it hard to like criticize it too heavily because Kerrigan's always messed with map pulls like this. Kerrigan's sure. been one of the few in-game leaders who's been able to do it, which which we've always kind of enjoyed about him. But here's the other side too: give credit over. I, I think there's almost like a. I don't want to say give credit to him, but like, you know, Navi's been teasing the fact that they've been practicing exactly. Vertigo, right? Yeah. So uh, the, the, I think the, the idea behind it for FaZe was they're saying, we want to show Navi that we can play this map. We want to show Navi that we're willing to play Vertigo and that we're actually good on it. So if it comes down to that, if they want to do some fuckery in the veto, like we're ready for it. Just not with tournament life on the Yeah, line. exactly. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's, but, like, but, but that's the only thing that matters. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I love Kerrigan. I respect him a lot. Everything he does, like even that sort of mind game level, I think he's great at it. But I think in this one, he was just trying to be too smart. They were too, for, too far ahead of themselves. They were looking too, ahead to playing He was Nami. being too smart for his own good, and it came back to bite them in the ass, and we'll see what the consequences of that will be further down the line, right? Like, yeah. it sucks to not have FaZe because he did feel, you know, FaZe is out in two days, yeah, right? And yeah. day one is two best to one. So I don't even care about the seeding as much. It's just a tough situation where... You can be in such a bad situation for just one day. Like even, you know, in in a best of three, you could have an off day and lose a close series, right? It's not the same, but 
you, you get where I'm going with this. I feel like FaZe would have, if they didn't lose that game, it would have been game. like Navi. Look at Navi, right? Like simple electronic game. Like they were so 100%. and so. Like, and then in the Bad News Eagles game at 1 2, they blow them out of the water. They play great. They take care of business yesterday against Big. They played just, in, just enough to beat them really in a way but you feel like okay they made it to the stage they made it to the arena that's all that matters like that's i felt always as a coach of phase my job is to get them into the arena yeah in the arena the team is 50 percent better and a lot of other teams are going to be slightly worse and it's going to be much easier to play those games right so yeah, look, it, it, it didn't hit the mark. It's disappointing to have them eliminated here. But I think that the storyline coming into this event was that, look, there are favorites, but there's an opportunity for anything to happen, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. look, in terms of like which names they were going to be and, and that level of conversation, it's harder to pin down. We still obviously have Navi here. We still have Cloud9 here. We didn't get Liquid. We didn't get Vitality. We didn't get uh, FaZe. Those were the other three names who were in the Boy, mix towards the top, right? Vitality looked bad. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, they looked bad, but they looked good against FaZe. All right. They bodied FaZe on Inferno. Here's a question for you guys. Yeah. Zyvo had below one rating in that last best of three. Okay. Would you imagine Simple having a game like that with the, the, the you know... With they so lost much on the lines. tournament life on the line. Well, you mentioned the Bad News Eagles where they blew him out. I think Simple was like 1.3. He had like 1.7 something rating, you know, oh, whatever. Oh, wow. My point is, you know, that... Do you think like he, how they phrase this? this? Is, I don't want to say. Do you think he needs to be doing more? Because you would say obviously yes, but you know, is this like sort of becoming you know a problem for Zywood that sometimes he needs to like you know like you can't have a game like that at that. Zywood could not have you know? an off game. Zywood could not have an off. Game, yeah, yeah. Right for that but team. Look, here's 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 the deal. When Alex was there and they all took offense to the fact that it was, we're not like, we're flashing for Zywe, right? We all made this possible, right? I roll my eyes. Um, that, but, but at least, right, we could see in the gameplay, they were setting Zywe up and he delivered. He was the hard carry. He had four individuals, statistically speaking, in his backpack. Now, the minutiae of the Counter-Strike in terms of were they setting him up or not, right? We can have that conversation until the cows come home and people will always be out in the jury. But this new team is not built for Zywe to shine. It's not built around Zywu. It isn't at all. It's yeah. meant to have other parts function. So for Zywu not to show up, yeah, that's bad, but he's not given all the resources in this team to own. So if the team is like, if you if Apex is dying opening every round, you, you got to give Zywu the same spaces as simple. Allow him to at least get into rounds. Yeah, but uh, I, I before that game, this is what I was talking about on the desk. I was like, this feels like a good game. This feels like a good opportunity for Zywu to have a great game and kind of potentially have like a, you know, so far in his young career, career-defining event where he could maybe take Vitality all the way, right? Yeah. Like his his performances can be the difference like a 2018 maker simple. in some of these close series, right? Where he can have like a, an amazing tournament and that could be what wins Vitality the tournament. That's Instead, he goes missing and they bomb out to Ents, right? Like, you know, Ents is not a bad team, but they're not a great team either. Like they're in the process of getting better yes. because of changing styles on T side. Luckily... I mean, luckily, for Nuke is such a map where they don't have to change their style too much because calling from spawn and just having these set things is actually a good thing on Nuke most of the time, right? Like, you have to throw those, like, yard smokes and do something around them. It, it, it's not as much defaulting. Like, those smokes are maybe part of it. It's counted as a default. It was weird seeing Sun Pius as the best opera in the server that day, though. He fucking put Saiwu in his pocket. Not, not, like, just one, not head-to-head -head duels, but if you don't put... If you don't know the names and you watch the, the game and you're saying, wow, this is Zywu, 
like these sorts of plays, like the being everywhere on different places on the map, uh, city side, you know, plays in rounds where they needed them, where they were maybe had a saved op M4 and a couple of pistols, right? Like mid round, like a couple of moves that either got information or got them killed. So yeah, he was way he completely outclassed. He was like 60 31, I think, in that series. Wow. Some something like that. Like he he was way, way, way better than Zaiwu. I think it's the one like it's like the broad strokes kind of angle with Zaiwu that that I think people have touched on over the years where he just doesn't seem to have that same like killer instinct. Like the question you ask where do you could you ever imagine simple having a game like this in an elimination game like this week? And it, it, for whatever reason it feels like Zaiwu just doesn't have it in him or doesn't want to or doesn't have that desire to like take over games in that fashion and yeah the team doesn't set him up as much but but still like you as as that opera should be demanding it here's another question for you guys did, did you feel up until the bad news eagles game that simple was kind of not yeah. really himself yeah. all right i felt the same Mate, thing the, so i looked at game yesterday so, scared me. so i looked it up the the I, we had that as a graphic him and electronic in the bad news eagles game and the first three best of ones you know what his rating was in the three best of ones mm -hmm. 119 Okay. Which for most is, players, that's a fantastic rate. For most players, that's, yeah, that's a quiet great, one for some. That, yeah. And we're considering that, you know, you guys didn't know. So, like, just the eye test is telling you, you're used to maybe seeing a little bit more. So, that just tells you how high of a standard he has set sort of for himself or for us when we talk about them. Yeah. Right? Like, so for him to have, I, you know, a, a, a one or below one to be in the red, that's like one in, I don't know, a million? 50 <laughs> maps, 100 yeah, maps yeah, sort yeah. of a thing, right? So, that's why it's always weird. Like we understand that about simple, but I was like best player two years in a row. Like true, doing like I think kind of weird circumstances or whatever. But it feels like there's a big gap between them, and I don't know if that gap is only now and the last year. Like that the gap has widened or deepened or however you say it, right? Or was it always like that? But the, result, the results were a little uh, bit skewed because because simple was in a worse team, Alex so he was wasn't winning as much. Well, I think there's, it's multi-pronged. I think it's multi-pronged here. But this is where, for me, it's not a, like so simple. If he goes deep in this major, nets up the number one player in the world for the year. Even if Zywe has a good tail end, I think they'll weight the major more, right? Obviously, with Hatred TV rankings. So simple can guarantee himself number one player in the world here if they get to the final. And he plays beast mode in these playoffs, right? But regardless of, of, of that little accolade and that trophy, this is where I think Zywe needs to grow the ego now. Yeah. It's it's not it's not too it's not too early it's not too late it feels like the perfect time we've seen you you've already shown the potential you're a monster you nickname the game the chosen one whatever you want to call him the he's game. a great player he is a great player at this point he needs to start demanding more from what's around him and whether that means that he needs to sit apex down and say listen motherfucker we need to do it like this or they need to get somebody who is going to set him up the thing is. The system of a team or the approach of a team or any way that you want to... If you have a player like Zaiwu, you will use the tip of the spear to win yourself games. You are not going to sit here and... Uh, look, he, he needs to be propped up. Like, and that's not a bad way. Like, I remember I had a chat with MSL in a fucking shuttle after a Star Ladder event. And he was like, talking about... MSL was talking about the fact that Simba gets dropped all the guns. If I had Simba in my team... I would yeah. drop him all the guns as well. I'll, I'll fucking take my pants down and like <laughs> giving a new pair of underwear if he exactly. needs it. Exactly. Whatever he needs, he can I'm have glad you went that direction. I don't know. <laughs> no, but that, that, that's fair enough. If you're offering your underwear know. up, but look. I have no idea. It's been a day. It's been a day. But Zywu's the same. Give Zywu whatever he needs to be yeah. the best but player in the world. Here's one to transition away from Vitality into a team that's actually been good this tournament. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think the reason why this team has been good is because this player is doing some of the things that you're asking for. And I'm talking about Cloud9 and I'm talking about Shiro. Yeah. Because you can tell, and we asked him this. I love Haku, the fact that we get to do some post-game interviews with players and she's there to translate. Yeah. You know, with guys like Shiro, guys like James as well. But, uh, and you know, we asked him about... You know, you feel to be like you're more aggressive, having better tournament. Like, is that purposeful? You know, what's going on? He's like, I felt like the team was struggling a little bit and that I had to do more. Yes. Otherwise, we're maybe not going to make it, right? So he started just being a little bit more aggressive, taking more initiative. I'm like, yes, like you you have to do that. If you guys go back to the Dallas series against FaZe, that's Cloud9 playing like with more balls, like not just playing the percentages every single time, like taking some of those, you know, 50-50 fights or even 40-60 fights, right? Be playing with confidence and winning and winning the duels and winning the fights and winning the game. So I'm hoping that he understands that that's something you need to do. And also someone like Shiro that still people probably don't know is a guy that does by far the most talking on that team. Like now yeah, he's the main call. Timeouts, but, you, Shiro's but very timeouts, mid-rounds, like, you know, he's very, very involved in the calling, like Hobbit as well. Uh, at a good extent, but you know this guy, I feel like he's the kind of main focal point of that team. And if they're gonna do something, I still have them going out in the semis. We'll get to that in the pickums. But like, I feel like people point exile and yes, mechanically and everything. But Shiro is the guy. Like you need to, he needs to lead the way, and then exile will follow. Well, to transition that off that point, because I think that's a good one with Shiro saying the team's struggling. I need to, I need to step up. We saw that earlier in the year, just a couple of events ago at ESO Pro League with Yakinder and Liquid, and Yakinder said the very yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah. He said very much, yeah, we were rusty coming into this. We were, you know, everyone went home for a week or two, and we didn't quite have the same touch against European competition. So I had to be way more aggressive. I had to be way more assertive, but. The whole point is bringing up Liquid, another disappointing exit. That yeah. was a team that, I mean, I think probably ruined a lot of people's pickums. Yes. Yeah, going into it. And I think, I know I had them getting to the playoffs. I had them as a top I thought they'd team. be there. Yeah, and especially when you see teams like FaZe go out, like you're just yeah. like, this should be an opportunity a for a deep in. run for Liquid. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think that um, it's interesting, the point that Yanko's just made, and maybe we can expand this conversation here for a moment, because in-game leaders... Sure. traditionally not on all teams right this is almost team specific are the ones making the call out of spawn right we're playing heavy here on the ct side we're going for this round on the t side we're doing this however yanko as you've just highlighted here you've mentioned that individuals like shiro uh, talk a lot in the mid round and it obviously depends on the player and the position that they play and even the ability to be able to play in the mid round but are the individuals who take over in the mid-round for teams more important than the in-game leader in modern Counter-Strike? Because if you have, I would say, the nucleus of Hobbit and Shiro, they probably talk a lot in the mid-round as opposed to Nafni, who get, because he goes in and he dies, he gets the space. If it works, they win. If they don't, other individuals need to take over. So the dialogue there, a mid-round call is more important than the in-game leader's spawn calling. Yes. Yeah. And I think you can tell that from Navi 2021 with Boomich as the in-game leader. And then, you know, simple and electronic doing a lot of the mineral. Here's the thing, right? Your star player, he's obviously... They're the quarterback. He, he's obviously that good because not only mechanically he's good, he understands the game on a high level. So he'll have a lot of good ideas. They also solve the puzzle faster during the round, right? Like with the imperfect information, they kind of get a better read, a faster read on what your opponents are doing. Yeah. So, but... To add to them the burden of having to, at the start of every round, just call something and think constantly about the what's money, been going out yeah. in every round and the money and what has the opponents been doing, what did we learn from our prep and so on. 
that becomes maybe sometimes a little bit too <clears throat> overwhelming and then they can't perform at the same level individually and then your team is losing out on that and so on and so on, which is why someone like Nico, ideally at the time, he shouldn't have been our in-game leader, but the secondary guy. Sure. But that's why we got cold when he was doing it because he's could can be that guy, right? And help him out and, and relieve some of that. And I used to say, you always need to have two guys. It, you were past the time where it can just be one guy. I think we're coming into a time where we have to have three guys. Okay. At I, least, right? In a sense of not necessarily making guys. calls, well, not necessarily, depends on who your in-game leader is. If it's someone like Carrigan, then two is enough. If it's someone like Nafani, then probably three. And also, because we see the teams, the meta has shifted. Like, a lot of teams are playing, understanding that they just need to be able to adapt during during a round, right? Mm -hmm. And you, the players need to be able to make individual decisions and take initiative and take space where space is given to them because these teams are so good right now that they're deliberately leaving space and taking other space and saving nades and they know exactly how they want to rotate. And here's the thing, people always talk about if you play fast and rush and take and you're aggressive, like it's a bit reckless. Listen, there's as much risk, like it's risky. There's as much risk in playing passive as there is in playing aggressive. Sure. If you're too passive and you don't take the space that's space, given to yeah. you, you're mm -hmm. gonna run out into a wall in the end of the round with a lot of nades being saved and, and being out rotated. Saw a lot of that too passive coming out of big for me this tournament when I called them. They were one of those teams that went super, super passive, yeah. especially on the CT side, just never had information. Yeah, isolated. Yeah, never had any idea what was coming. And the first contact they're having is when players are already walking into the bomb site. And it's GG. I, th I think to, to go back to the, that point, I don't know, you know, I think, yeah, three players is good, but I like. I think the designation of like secondary callers because there's so many there's so many micro plays going on right now where players yeah. are taking space on the other side of the map based off information that's that's being given to them and as they're making those plays you're kind of forming an image in your head of what's happening and it's like okay this is the play I'm going to make and if this play works this is where I need my team to be so you don't necessarily need guys who like are like secondary callers or third callers you need players who can have that image in their head and dictate to their team what Take they what they want about it yeah, yeah. like saying I'm going to make this play and if I get this kill I need you guys to like rotate over behind me like start shifting behind me and, and it's not so much i think the idea of them like being this hardcore like caller is uh if that's the image a viewer has of it is too much but but that's you, knowing the system right yeah. what we're talking about here and you that know, was something that outsiders even said is they have they have like four people who understand like the the system that they're playing so like they're they're feeling very well, comfortable in the server here's yeah. the thing what you want to achieve like the game has evolved a lot so it's you want everyone what you say when you everyone want to be on the same page it's like it's not about the call yeah like well i want to give you guys a basic yeah. example right and this is something that virtus pro used to do a lot a year Which or two virtus ago pro? the polish the, one or no the, no no the the jane one the jane one the yeah. kinder one right like what they would do and it's simple dust too right and they're taking cat if they hear if they see the op is mid they'll go ahead they'll just run out yeah. cat like just the, the the most basic of executes right and they'll just do that so it's it's not even about making the call. It's understanding this is our philosophy yes. about this situation. We can just speed up, and the timing matters. Like obviously, you don't want to give the upper time to go back, but also just group up as fast as possible. Go the guy who's outside long understands what they're doing. He's picking his timing, right? So it's more about whatever. It's like let's say fame says on Inferno. Oh, uh, I heard the op zoom, and then everyone. Then, for example, let's say their reaction is: if we know the opera is on B, we're gonna go. Take space we're large. gonna we're gonna yeah. take we're gonna split A with three guys long, one short, one uh, apps, right? So it's more like them moving. Like as soon as he says that, like you kind of start moving and doing it, and like the timing of these calls. So 
at it, it's more about you sit down and you say when these things happen this is how we think is the best yes to react yes and if you can get that down then it's much easier or like mirage you're doing default you're seeing they're giving you mid so the guy going underpass and the guy going top mid you know like that you should be more aggressive faster on your timing faster on yeah. your timings like faster top con smoke faster window smoke so you put pressure on the cts when that gets smoked they need to use counter util they yes. need to throw a deep molly con they need to use a smoke for him they're gonna push somewhere and then you have jame sitting and fucking holding the angle in apps and waiting for the push apps like and the guy in ramp and is. you can't blame the people yeah. you can't blame the cts you've lost mid you push the sides He's like it's space. normal yeah but they're a step ahead and they know and the players at that time are focused it's also like a time anyone who plays cs knows sometimes your focus goes down on your crosshair yes, yes depending yes. on what's going down but you understand the timing so that's when you're just like zone in on your crosshair you don't listen to your teammates you don't look at the radar and you get the kills, right? So it's that that's that that's your ultimate aim. Because if you don't have that, you can have you're fucked. whoever is the in-game leader yeah, and can tell fucked. you what to do. If you don't understand it as an individual, the situation, right? And what it is that you're trying to do as a team, it's gonna be harder to succeed. I have a first I have a first hand example of exactly this. Now I don't remember the team we were playing, but I remember the situation. And it was dust too. This was back when I was playing. And my long defenders, they were getting smoked at long every time. And the reason they were getting smoked at long is because they'd let them leak to bluebin. And this is before the meta was to throw doors molly and bluebin molly, right? It's before that was in the meta. And I was like, they just kept losing long. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? And as an in-game leader, I came over in the round. This was during a competitive matchup. And I came over and I saw what the issue was. And I was like, so if we just molly off here and nade off here, then that guy has to pick and then we kill him. And then yeah. we killed him. And then we took long. But instead of me understanding that at the time of the in-game leader, it was like, why do you guys not see this? Of course, not everybody sees the game at the same level and at the same time. It just doesn't function like that, right? That's why we have very good players and good players. Exactly. So then when I noted that, but the issue was at that point, that was when the penny dropped for me about theory in Counter-Strike, right? And that's when all of that stuff that Fallen and Cole have been talking about went, oh, this is 2015, 2016. That's when I went, oh, shit. Like me as the in-game leader, I'm not as mechanically sharp as an Azza or a JKS or this or that but I can aid them in putting yeah. themselves in better positions if I give them a better understanding of what I know. And because I know it, these are my teammates. I should help them know it as well. And that was something that, to the point, look, it seems fucking daft, but that's not how Counter-Strike was back well, in the day. Well, it wasn't. And, you know, a lot of times, like, people are arrogant when they're like that. Oh, I'm smarter than you. How can you not see what I'm seeing? But luckily, we evolved past that, and, and that's how it should be. You want, like, it's not about telling someone... You know, even as a coach, I, I never wanted to like tell my guys, hey, just do this. Yeah. I always wanted to explain it to the them. Why? Right. Why do I want this to be done? Because I thought it made sense. And sometimes, you know, players would say, yeah, but let's change just this little thing because, you know, whatever. And then they would be right. You know, it's a micro thing or whatever. But you want people to understand because then they understand what we're trying to do. Right. And, and if you understand that and what your teammates are doing on the other side or what we want to make the opponents do or what we're like kind of baiting them to do then they feel a lot more comfortable like because they can kind of see all the steps if i just tell them let's do this strat they'll do it but if you're not sure why they won't believe it won't in be it good, yeah and, it's, and it won't be executed this, this, well this is profound and i'm curious here well i actually want to go on a bit of a tangent here because cool. um i i don't want to take us away from counter-strike for too long but i, I want to kind of discuss a little bit of like me as a teenager and stuff right and this Ooh. it no but it leads into what you're saying yeah. here I had big issues in understanding the why in life, right? I understood that we had to go to school because they were trying to fill us with enough resources to then go and exist in the world. I understood that. <coughs> Fit in the system. 
become <coughs> part of the process, part of the machine. But I never understood why, <coughs> excuse me, why it had to be done their way, right? Like I never, I never got that. I never, and, and, and to be honest, it, it didn't actually have to be done their way because the three of us right here are testament to that not yeah. being the case. Uh, and so is all these players and every, everyone else who gets to be involved in Counter-Strike at different levels who, you know, don't, we don't have a degree in Counter-Strike, we just have a love. And I used to get into a lot of arguments and fights with my dad over playing too much Counter-Strike, right? It was consistent. And it, I think we all probably did. That <laughs> sounds familiar. Yeah, and, and my dad's a bit of a hothead. Uh, he's, he's definitely mellowed out a lot in his life, and especially when I was an apprentice with him as a plumber. We <coughs> mended our relationship significantly, and uh, I've been able to talk to him more like a human than I ever had before. But as a 16, 17-year-old kid, when he was trying to just express care for me by wanting me to study and spend time at school, he wanted a better life for me than what he had. He didn't want me to be a tradesman. He wanted me to go to university and get a degree in do all those things but his way of conveying that to me didn't exist right he wasn't a strong communicator it's not something that existed for him and what we're talking about right now is the same thing because i would be in yelling matches with my dad and my dad's a bigger man than i like he's a, compared to me like actually he's lost some weight now and i don't mean he's fat but he was a big broad plumber like burly, a burly yeah. fucking barrel chested he would he would fucking rock your socks right and i would be yelling and arguing with him and fighting and and we just need never see eye to eye and the thing was, he was like, you have to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. And my question for him would always be why. And the communication of the why, right? This is why he cares or this is why he it never came through. So I never understood until I became older. And that's the exact same thing we're talking about now. Obviously not on such a fucking amplified level of father and son. But that's the case is like... Yeah. It, 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 a lot of people learn best or understand best when they understand the reason. The rationale for things is very key. And... To be honest, also it's the it's how things should be done because if you're not giving someone a directly. reason, right? Yeah. Like you need to have a reason for why you want something done in a certain way. So if you have that, why not just relay it to the person you're talking to? If my dad to? said, "I love you and I want you to be the best version of yourself and go on to be a, su a successful human being and not have to be going through the same bullshit as I did in life." It would be hard for me to understand as a 16 or 17 year old, but at least I'd get where he's coming from. And I, I, I didn't. I just thought he was just like, he didn't like video games. And, and, <laughs> yeah. And before we get really back into Counter-Strike, I'll tell you something else. It's like, that's that the kids, right? It's always the kids. Kids always ask you, why? Why this? You know, oh, we're going here now. Why? Like they always have. And, you know, it's sometimes annoying to parents, I guess most of the time. But it's, I feel like it's really important. And I think as, as we grow older, we lose that sort of curiosity and that sort of like because you get questioning the world exactly ways, yeah. because you kind of understand oh this is just how the world works and you get used to a lot of things like for example this is not this is not helping me too much in my career but i i do that still a lot of times like because people just sometimes expect because they told you to do something that you just do it and i'm like but why you know why do i need to do this this way and they just yeah. say well this is yeah but explain it to me because it's it doesn't make any sense to me right and it's just like you know if you can explain it to me i'll do it if you cannot like at least i probably still do it if you're talking about work-related stuff it's, i don't even know if it's work-related or like you know fucking traveling to an airport or this or like some 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 like just generic like boring mundane things mm. of everyday life right so I'll probably still do it in the end, even you can't. But I want you to acknowledge that it's stupid. <laughs> what you're asking of me, that it doesn't make sense, right? I want you to acknowledge that, or explain it to me in a way that it, yeah, it starts that. making sense, that. and then we're we're fine. Because 
Just tell me you're stupid, and then I'll do it. It's ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I, it was something. I also was like taking down, taking down laundry. You know, I was going to breakfast, and I take down laundry to leave at the reception. You know, and they're like, they have this thing here. You can just call them. They come pick it up from the laundry services, and they're like, I come down. They're like, oh, you should have like just called the the thing, and someone would come pick it up. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, but I was on my way down. I just left it. Is that a problem? You know, well, you, you know, next time just I'm like, but. But why? Is, isn't this easy? Yeah. Can, can't they come here as well as going to my room? Like, is yeah, it, is it like, what's the, you know, whatever. It's like some, I don't know. Why no, it's about. like if we go to the airport early, right? It's like, oh, you need to leave for the airport three and a half hours early. And if we're not from a place, the question is why? And then they go, oh, you know, traffic here around this time, it gets really bad. This, And you go, okay, oh, that, that's fair enough. I don't want to be late to the airport, right? Like, it's obviously, that's a very light no, example. No, but that actually, is, can we just edit out this last two minutes when I was giving these examples and focus on this? Shuttle time. <laughs> call time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was going to say. Time is, call time, it's like... <laughs> I've spent multiple days at this event coming to the venue and not doing a single thing for three hours or f- one time it was four hours. And listen, this is the major and like, I know how much ESL this means to them, how much they put. I didn't say anything to anyone. I just come in like, you know, I, I'm not going to bitch about that until the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but, save it. No, but it's like, you know, and then just uh, eventually I was like, can we move this shuttle time an hour, push it back? And, you know, the talent manager was like, fine. And I came and like, you know, it was all fine, no right? Like yeah, I didn't right. want to cause any fun, but it's like, but why is there call time? Like, you know, it takes, even if I don't know what happens at most like 40 minutes to get to the venue. So even if that happens, I'm still there by the earliest possible time. I'm still there an hour early to just get makeup, which takes three minutes and Get change, which takes two minutes. And then you get to sit in the and environment that's it, with all right? the drums and, 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 and yeah. horns. It's like important to no get... No relaxing. Uh, yeah, and that's the, the problem was like in, at this particular venue, the noise is constant. So it's like, you know, you're sitting two hours and hearing Whistles, like... Whistles, drums, pop, 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 So yeah, I guess that's, this took too long. Let's go back but to But Jason and I, we don't have to do makeup or get dressed. Yeah, it's great. Look, <laughs> I love it. Well, except when I bring my jackets and leave them in the car. Oh, dear. Yeah. Not no, look, look, Adela's camera got, got, got picked up uh, as far as we believe. I right? thought about messaging last night and being like, if it makes you feel any better, my jacket's got taken. And so yours is so, your stuff is like, it's just a jacket. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they disappeared. It's so ridiculous. It's a cool one though. It They're, both cool cool. They're both there was, cool. It was dude. the simple dropping logo bomber jacket, which there were only like 500, I think maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's gone. So I know someone Right, maybe we can. Cool. See you found it on the ground. No, 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 no. But I know some. Maybe we can see if we can get like another run done or something for you. Yeah, that'd be great. Because I put mine in the in the dryer and it peeled off all the simple thing on the back. So. Oh yeah, because we needed a couple yeah, new yeah, ones. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, but the CAC oh, one three, that you had that Blair has, you can apparently find those online. Is what oh really? Told. So I'm gonna go search it down and see if I can get That's another such one. A, that a, one is so sweet. But I know the feeling you had because this morning I thought that I had lost my in ears in the back of a shuttle and my immediate heart dropped. Not in the sense like it. Look, and people go, "What a flex!" It's not a flex. It's just fucking money, right? Like, if 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 I had to go rebuy a pair of innies because of my own fucking idiocy of losing them in the back of the shuttle, then fine, that's that's on me. And when you when things happen like that, you kind of like you feel, man, this sucks that someone would take it if I did lose it. Like, we like to live in a society where you know you'd feel like people would turn it. Yeah, hey, I found this. Yeah, if maybe but someone. But that doesn't it happen. Up. That doesn't happen, but right? It, but I get you as well. It's like I can spend, you know. 
some some money on like ridiculous shit and doesn't matter but if i spend like 50 bucks and i feel like i wasted them it fucking bugs me yeah. like i hate it <laughs> and these you know so it's not about man. like the money just about like you know feeling like i just bought these it's like i'm i'm throwing money down the bin we've kind of gone on a weird tangent we here. have gone on but I, but i don't i would like to explore this more and i would like to know from both of you let's start with you here jason i want cool. to explain what i'm doing um so hopefully if everything goes to plan i'm gonna have a couple of pieces of merchandise with beautiful with esl uh, or done by ESL. I don't have to do anything here. But I want to create a couple of pieces, I don't know, four or five, like just shirts or whatever, that uh, we know what it means, right? It's Counter-Strike related, but it's not mega geeky. I don't want a fucking gun. I don't want this, that, the other. Yeah, the one, of the, yeah. one of the things I want, like I'm a type of guy who wear a plain T-shirt, you know, you just put a fucking thing here on the chest and yeah, maybe a, a print on the back or whatever. And that's sure. that's fine for me, right? Um, I'm down to for plain stuff. But one of the things I want to do is get the pop dog uh, from 1.6. Sure. And I want to, do you have anything that you would think that would be cool? Because I have some other ideas too. Ooh. Like I have some other cool ones that I think I want to run with. But I, I look, I don't want to steal your information. Maybe we can do a Jason special as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. We'll get one, one for everyone. What do you, you want the actual Pop Dog train or just like the logo? No, the Pop logo, Dog. the logo. Okay. Yeah. And that's on the train. Because no, because we know what that means. We've yeah. all seen that before. Yeah. But most people haven't, right? Ooh, that's a good one. I have to think back to 1.6. <laughs> Because most look to be honest, most All like merch, but most most like uh, most like merch around that is way too on the nose or too busy or too over the top or whatever, right? Like I know Launders does good stuff. It's not all Counter Strike related. I like Launders. Should I have never? I haven't bought any. I thought they'd give How me. How about some, some free of his stuff. recent drops? Supposed to come in like March or something. Like that? I don't know, man. Getting stuff shipped to Malta, I don't think it's ever going to. I like arrive, I like so. seeing. I know like Alex was doing some merch. I like I like buying like merch. Uh, I like I like buying like esports merch that people make because it's like I want you to reinvest in, sure, in the industry. Yeah, you know, yeah. I really actually enjoy. I don't mind spending my money on, on like launders gear about a bunch of things and um, I know like when, when Liquid before I even coached them whenever they came out with the drop I really liked it I, I bought that because I want yeah. them I know like I bought the Logitech chair that they did with Herman Miller because yeah. I want Herman uh, Miller is it a good chair? yeah it's, it's a great, great chair. it's a Herman Miller chair it's I like, gotta get me one it just has a Logitech the, logo on it they, the they just came out with a, a, new, a new version as well okay and Herman Miller is from my hometown so I'm trying to like also snake it shout out, out to the guy from uh, from Liquid who contacted me several times to try and send me free stuff but I'm just too much of a fucking idiot to reply to <laughs> size and an address so shout out to that guy i think he's australian as well uh, so sh shout out to him yank you got anything off the top of your dome do you want me to make anything uh, particular for you i was thinking potentially but that's also that's all too related to to csgo or whatever you know like the logos of the maps or something oh i don't want to get look, i have you, i have some i have some to do with that i have some cool stuff that we will get i don't want to give it away because i don't want other people to fucking yeah. do it before i make it yeah, yeah, yeah. uh but you like it i'll tell you off air yeah okay i can't really like you know my brain is not working good enough creatively to think of something Fair on enough. the spot. Fair enough. I'm not a creative person. Wait, we're, we're well, about two beers deep and then we're about to punch this TV, you and I in tandem. <laughs> so. nice, and, nice and hard. Yeah. Knock it off the wall, baby. Um, let's get back to the CS really quick because we haven't touched on the champion stage yet. Oh, there's yet. so many teams we haven't uh, touched on. Any? Remember, Dexter, I love you. Let's let's come back to yeah, a couple. I was going to say that, you know, it's a feel-good moment for you. A couple I said teams Dexter, that were not Dexter. Eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to mend this bridge, bro. I don't want to message the guy and be like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry that I offended you by telling the truth." Uh, anyway, let's let's say to the eliminated teams. NIP, shortest honeymoon ever. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> okay, uh, what do you want yeah, to say I mean, about them? They lost to Fnatic, then Outsiders, which is a hard game. So two playoff teams, and then the third game, O2 was against Sprout. Sprout. Well, it's just Yikes. an interesting timeline for NIP because I think those changes were like universally criticized, and then they came into the RMR. They just Their changes blitzed. have been criticized for two years. True. Since Device joined, and then decided they didn't want to play anymore. And then they blitzed through the RMR 3-0, no issues whatsoever. 
the road to Rio. True. And then they came here and just got dumpstered. What about this? What is the best roster change other than Device since Device that the team has made s- since? I think we might all agree once we all realize what it is. I know. I know what I would say. Do you want me to say? Since Device came into the team. Uh, so, d- since Device benched himself. Okay. That was, I have to go. I have to go way Brolin. back. Yeah, that's got it. Well, yeah. Yeah. But Although Brolin I mean, hasn't Brolin. exactly lived up to the uh, to the potential. Yeah, but this is the thing. This is the problem I have. I like all the guys on NRP from top to bottom, right? The only person who has ever made me upset over there is Gunderson. Yeah. Right? The, that, that fucking clown. And he's around here at the hotel. Doesn't even look at me. Uh, but uh, look, everybody else at NIP from the organizational, even look, they spoke to me in the Stockholm major, maybe it was. And they were so like offended by all that shit that popped off. Remember when he made that tweet about like diversity and shit and yeah. he wasn't clear on it. It was all about, he, he was obviously talking about women involved, so which we all, yeah, I know, I know. But like he basically ruined the first experience for that for people like Blair and everybody. Anyway, we've been white this before. Called and white, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But regardless, that's that's really not the the talking point here. The point is like NIP. I think they feel like I'm an enemy of theirs, and I'm not. I really like their players. I love talking to DJ. I think he likes yeah. talking to me, like because we we chat all the time. But that team, unfortunately, and I think by no they're an enemy of the org, not the team. Yeah, but no issue of their own. I think NIP have been plagued over this time by bad by bad, uh, not roster decisions because I think the academy team was them trying to like wank themselves off but yes. like uh like just just bad personnel decisions because if they had been more aggressive earlier then maybe device would have wanted to play again because the team was for the longest time just tr- like keeping this like they were bobbing in the water imagine like a i mean they, they held in there as i was so amazed that they were still constantly competitive. competitive i was so amazed they stayed competitive but that also burnt half us out like, yes. yeah, like that burnt him the fuck out but i give them leader. the six month window if, if we're talking <clears throat> yeah. about nip at this team right now if any of them are listening and they probably aren't. But I will give them six months. If this is what they decide they want to do. Alexi in game leader. I like Alexi. Esatag uh, is a support player. I like Esatag. Rez is an Orpa. He can grow into it. He's mechanically a very strong individual. And I will not rule him out to be able to do it because he could manifest into something good. But if NIP want to be competitive tomorrow, they would not be with this team. They need a lead-in. They need experience. They need everybody to grow into their roles. Hampus is a star rifle. I can see that. Brolin as that entry fragger. I can see it. I can see it all. But right now... Can you, see, tomorrow, can you see Rez as an opera? Yes, I can. Okay. I can. I, I, I don't... Look, orping for... Zywoo doesn't like orping. Did you hear that interview that Launders did with him? Okay, okay. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair well, enough. I mean... He never wanted to be an opera. Yeah, right? I know. But, uh, you know, that's a problem. It is a problem. Well, is it a problem if he stops oping everybody? If he doesn't like oping, does he not like oping? He prefers I think he rifling. Just, yeah, he just didn't want to do it originally. <laughs> yeah, he prefers, sure. It's not that he doesn't like oping, he just prefers rifling. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like using the most powerful gun in the game. Um, it's like he has the rail gun, he doesn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where NIP goes. I, I'm with you. I like all them too. I like talking to all those guys. Super nice. DJL's cool. DJL's fucking I sick, man. I talked with S-Tag at the bar the other night. You know, I've talked to the, I talked to the, a couple of those guys. So I mean, I don't know. They just seem to have like a, a weird. There's something. There's something just off. They're in an IP. That's the problem. There's something really off there. Yeah, and they're in an IP. So they could be worse. They could be in Astralis. Is that worse? Yeah, probably. As an org, I don't know. I'm I don't talk- either. I, I don't know. I, I just like talking shit about this. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Device came back and then he's not going to play this tournament. Oh, that's but, uh, wild. Right? Ooh, that's, a, that's a wild one. Let's talk about the major still. So who else we got there? I have to say like... If we, big? Do we, we want to say anything about big? No. no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, because, because this didn't feel like the complete big. Actually, I felt like this was better than the complete big. Yeah, they yeah, were always better. there was no expectations. Standard. 
Yeah, but like Sin was but their Pantaro, best player. What, what, at this what event. are the expectations? What? No. Yeah, he was a highest rated player. All I'm saying is, bro, when you're banging a chick and it's a one night stand compared to when you're doing it with the same every night yeah, of the yeah. week, there's no expectations of how good it's going to be. Maybe one night stand sex is good. Maybe it's terrible. You never know. Yeah. That's and funny, that's the way that went. I told you we were going to say, like, you know, you're fine with this girl for a one night stand, but if you have to be in a relationship with her, it's like too much. That works too. That works too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, but, Sin, Sin was their highest rated player going into that Navi series. Wow, okay. Well, Searson had a great... We were talking about <laughs> yeah. it. Searson and Tapson had... But Tapson had... Tapson was the worst player. Searson's he's one of the, Atlanta now. He's, he's yeah. one of the worst rated players at this event. So he was obviously very disappointed in the post-game loser interview. But yeah, obviously they were never going to beat Navi. And that's what they get for not being Fnatic. That, that was their chance to qualify. Yes. And talking about Fnatic, you guys know I've said it on this podcast before that I'm their friend. You know, I think they play good CS. I never had them making top eight. I had them like yeah. making this stage. They're I didn't have them stage. getting out of right. challenger stage. Fuck. I had them making legends, as I, and I had I outsiders the whole time making top eight. Yeah, I'm with you. So Fnatic had the luck of the draw, getting to play big uh, in the two one series. Right, that was very helpful. But they did beat NIP, and then they lost to outsiders, and then they, they beat Mouse. They beat Mouse in the one one game. Run was harder than their legends run. Yeah, kinda. But uh, you know, I think it's great for them. Happy for Crims. To be back in the playoffs. Yeah, he hasn't been in the playoffs since... Happy for Khan. Paying attention to his Counter-Strike. Face it, right? I'm just happy for Khan. Paying attention to happy his Counter-Strike yeah, division. And, did pay off. Well, Fnatic, they, they got there, right? Like, they were struggling like with the international roster to figure it out. and They, they just made bad choices, right? We've all heard a thing or two well, about... Well, but it's... It's, you know, old mate. it's trial and error. We've all heard a thing or two about old mate as an in-game leader, right? Yeah, so, you know, you know, I don't want to talk out of school here, but I haven't heard the greatest uh, things. So, you know, this new team, though, you're right, Yanko. I was with the Fnatic train as well uh, because they're strong players. Nikodos, Roy, yeah. Mezzi, These Copenhagen Krims, players, players, man. Fasha was the only one who's kind of unproven, and obviously Mezzi is an in-game he, leader. He's their best player this tournament, and, and Mezzi is the second really highest well. rated. And uh, Travis Scott wanted a photo with him. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so <laughs> that's brilliant. But why wouldn't you? You know, on the other side of things, you have, and I said this about them, and I hate myself. I somehow forgot about Spirit in my pickums because I, I put, put NIP in the end instead of Spirit. I would have put Spirit to go through. But, you know, a team we talked about, as I told you, like Liquid is a team whose results are better than their yeah, game is, yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah. better than they are. And it showed in the end. Even, well, in, the, even in the 2 1 game, like. Just seeing Elige, man. It's like, how is this still like? How is this still something I have to watch? And like, yeah, it's okay. like, dude, it's not about you. Like, yeah, he's a great skilled player, but it's like, I didn't see him. Like from that point on, it's like you watch the series and it's like just you know straight face, fist bumps, and whatever, and you like lose a close series really that you didn't necessarily have to. And I told you, I, I tweeted at you, Jason. Like you tweeted. It, you know, yeah. liquid. I need them to say my pickings. I needed them as well, but I feel like Spirit is gonna give them the yeah. D. Why? Because I fucking love Team Spirit. Because they don't Spirit's give a cool. fuck. Like yeah. Pat Patsy, just running around, like playing aggressive. Chopper has really grown into the in-game leader I role. I like it's Chopper like, a lot. And today, Fame said even in our, in our talk, he's like Chopper is like everyone expect respects him. Like in the CIS scene as an in-game leader, wonderful is coming into his own. And have you know Siren who came from their academy team? Like every now and then he just has a baller of a game, and Magus mm -hmm, as well. Mm -hmm. Like those two feel like every now and then they pop off, like, but they're definitely you know have a good floor, so to speak. And they're I'm fun like, team. they're just there's there's like there's as much on the line for them as there is for Liquid. Yes, but there's so much more pomp 
around liquid. Yes. They don't have that. That's the benefit of being a CIS team. People will ignore you. Well, Everyone will talk most of the fans and the vocal fans and the loud fans are from the West. So you just quietly go about your fucking business, own these cons and secure yourself a second fucking in a row playoff spot. Bang. We and we also Mike <laughs> Trump. He did actually drop yeah. it too. Right on the dick. Well done. Um, we, I, I think, I think, <laughs> I think, I don't know. Liquid was a tough. It's fine. One. I'm hard right now. I didn't hurt. <laughs> Does it hurt more uh, when it's harder when it's flaccid? I don't, I don't know. know. It's just the balls that hurt. Yeah, it's the balls yeah, that hurt. It's the worst. balls that hurt. For all the female <laughs> <laughs> listen. Uh, this is all right. We don't have to give birth. Sorry. That's fine. We're two weeks into this. Just give us a break. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. The liquid is is. I was I was a little bit stunned by this, but this goes back, this circles back to the conversation we already had, which we don't need to go back into about like mentality and about kind of the the, the team environment and like Does not hyping yourself go. up. See, that's that's one concern I had when this team came together. Was I was sat there and I was just like. This really puts a clock, and I hate saying this, I hate saying this because I love Nitro as a person, I actually really like him as a player too, but this puts a lot of pressure on him to prove that he can be a bombsite anchor, right? This actually yes. puts, that you have to learn, yeah, and, and throughout his career in North He's America and so internationally, much, he has been the X-Factor guy who moves into all the different roles, yeah. he was an entry fragger when he started, he was expected to become a star player, he's opt, he's in-game led, yeah. and now it's like the only position left for you is to be a bombsite anchor, and it's at this stage in your career where it, the bombsite anchor needs to be incredibly skilled, yeah. like incredibly like mechanically you skilled. have great aim yep and that's where I think it's going to be a lot of pressure where especially with Yakinder taking more of a leadership role within the team and being really involved in changing the team tactically and strategically you start to see a world in which like Nitro's role within the team is going to get slowly degraded yeah. and the value of it is going to slowly descend and that's going to be probably by the end of the year I think is I mean, it another import or is it a North American I think I, that's this this is probably my biggest gripe about the North American scene right now is it, 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 would, it would have to be I have to imagine they go for an import because remember, like this team has always been geared on winning. Now Shui? they don't want to go through that process. Shui, Shui or Jerry, Shui or Jerry. If Jerry doesn't go to Navi, and it's just, but like that's the scary thing for me, where I don't want to say it because I know that if you bring in another import, that is just going to begin yeah, the process of liquid slowly I'll, going yeah. out of North yeah. America entirely. I'll say it's another sad. thing you don't want to say: changing Nitro for a different, a better, like player in game leader will get them to playoffs of tournaments. To get contender status, oh, they need no. to get rid of Elige. Oh no! And get like he's a gone full he's art got, yeah. and get, get like a different get like I don't want to say floppy. I'm not sure about that. But if you want to stick to NA, right? But it just feels like. Do you need you know, another? Do you need to prioritize an in-game leader if you're going to change that though? If the Kinder is going to be more, well, and more he vocal. thinks it. I think you. The only reason you said it is because it's mental. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. And so, how in, do you fix his mental? Who's Elijah's? Can we fix his mental? No. So we don't think we can fix his mental. No. Even though no matter how skilled he is, how talented he is, we can't fix his mental. It's going to plague the team forever. That's Listen, Lucius is killed. Is he Nico level good of a player where he can get you to a final of a major not on his own back? No, Pretty good with the deagle, though. Yeah, but not single-handedly. No. <laughs> right? Is he the type of a player like Electronic is that's more passive and you know can like do a lot of things in that sort of a, like as a closer no, yeah. he's always been an aggressive player. Well, he's still you have a kinder now on your team who's taken Elijah's role, so Elijah can be, and he's like flourishing that second role. So I don't know how much really of a loss it is for Liquid if you remove Elijah for now. I just send him to a chat fucking seven days Chad, a week. Chad, if there's a abundance of a certain type of a player, what type of a player is that? Young, talented, rifler, yeah, good, but, mechanically but skilled. But is extremely experienced. Elish has a lot of experience, and I. But uh, you know who else has a lot of experience? Naf, 
Yeah, true. Also on the team. True. OC looked good this event too. Yeah, I'm not ready for the conversation about Elise out of the team. The Nitro situation. I'm just like, this is personal for me. Because I feel like, not with Elise, but I feel like Elise is everything that people make out Nico to be. Oh, back on Nico, of course. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, I know. So everyone's, you know, people say Nico, you need to remove him. You're going to win titles. Everyone's so. I feel like that's the solution for liquid. Not for Nico, D2, of course. Liquid. Never remove Nico. Nico to liquid. Yeah, if you have the money, it would yeah, be worth it for you. Yeah, that's got to be an expensive you. contract. All right. Well, we've just solved it. Yeah. I Who's going to so. in game lead? I don't think Nico and Nico. Yukinda could be in the same room. You don't think so? Well, if, if Yanko thinks Yukin is arrogant, I think Nico would think Yukin is arrogant. Oh, I, listen now. now listen, you got to play. I said, you got to like, play with arrogant like, players. I said like do it. With that fine line, he's crossed a little bit to arrogance. He I don't think I don't think he's like commander in chief. Can he come back? We can get yeah, him back. Yeah, he will. I think he will. With in a year or okay. you know two, once he's matured a little bit, you know, for him this is still like what year one, two. This two. is his first. Yes, but Third the first major. year of full like lands all yeah. the time. You know, it's just like this is still relatively new to him, and also. Whatever, I don't want to talk about Liquid anymore. Let's move on. Okay. Should we go to the winners now? Because yeah, the only other the losers is Sprout. I don't think, look, no offense to Sprout. They obviously have a lot of talent there, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think we need to spend too much time on no, them. No, they did fuck up my own. Start to Australis as well. Let's start here because I'm, I'm a winner. Okay. I'm still in the running for a diamond coin. Oh, I'm yeah, not. Yeah, me too. I'm not. If I like run and get myself a diamond <laughs> <laughs> fucking coin. I can buy a diamond Nailed coin. I'm, yeah. I'll, I'll get a wooden coin by the end of this we, fucking tournament. Yeah, in, in terms of that stage, I had uh, Spirit 3-0 and I had Big 0-3. Okay. So neither of those landed. Uh, I had Cloud 9. I had uh, Phase. Yep. I liquid. had Outsiders. No, I didn't have Liquid. I changed them. Oh, did you? Yeah, because Valve left it open. So as soon as they got 16 2'd by Mouse, I went and changed it. <laughs> you and still, and you and still, you still did. didn't make it. Yeah, right? I changed, cracks I changed it. it for NIP. That okay. was the worst decision Ooh. I ever could have made. Yeah, they didn't look good. Uh, so I, the, the ones that I got, I had uh, Cloud9, I had Outsiders, I had Heroic, and I had... Um, Mouse? No, you didn't. No. Navi. Navi. Navi, yeah. Uh, I missed on Vitality phase and NIP. Yeah. So that's the thing. If I had changed NIP... Well, if it makes you feel any better, your change didn't affect anything at the end of the day. because No, I could have left Liquid. Liquid. I still would have lost. Yeah. So it doesn't make me feel better. I hated, my, I hated myself for putting Liquid in the end because I didn't believe in them. I hate myself for missing out on spirits. I somehow overlooked them. I, I got Fury as my 3-0. So I, got, I had Cloud9 go through. So after day two, I had two picks already locked. Yeah, yeah. You were feeling and, good. And I had, out, I had Outsiders, Navi. Those went through. Oh, but I, I also had Outsiders. I had, I had Outsiders as well. I had... You did. I had the uh, Vitality Phase Liquid and uh, NIP too, so, yeah. and yeah. Big as the O3. But, Jason, but O3, I'm no one, no one got the O3 right. I feel like no, maybe I, a couple I'd of people with NIP. Maybe I'd Nip is my 3O, and then I had uh, Phase Liquid, and then I had the ones that went through. Nubby, All right, Jason. Outsiders, Furia, so Heroic. You want me to tell you how? I'm going to make people forget about my pickums. Absolutely. And still come out on top. So get 100% on the bracket. So the bracket is going to look like this, Chad. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Can I run to the bathroom? Yeah, go run to the bathroom. Because I'm going to piss myself right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Got it. So you want me to save the bracket until they come back? (laughs) Yeah, save the bracket. We'll have that conversation. So what else did we have in there that we didn't really touch on? Heroic, I said, I thought I had a bad feeling about them that they're going to fail. They ended up doing well for themselves. Who did they beat in the 2-1 game? Sorry, I'm, t- I'm time stamped. Yeah, I know, but who did they who did they beat? They beat uh, they lost to Cloud9 in the 2-0 game. Who are you talking about right now? I can look it up. The heroic. heroic. 2-1 game. Liquid. They beat Liquid, right? Yes. Because yeah. Liquid picked Vertigo. 
Yeah, that was the and Kaden had like thirty something kills. On the yeah, first yeah, he had yeah, and that really. was good. We talked about him too because like he was quiet. It felt for her for a while, but he'd been picking it up the past month or so. I mean, that game he was obviously insane. But yeah, Shush has had a great event for them out of nowhere. Yeah, he looks way more comfortable within that team. Yeah, so now they're looking like they're gonna get some steam, which. Which is good. Once you hear my pickums, it will make a lot of sense. We had this Jason. conversation downstairs. You were making fun of me for my pickums that I was doing for the brackets. I was making fun of you. I so. set, I set my, I set my champion stage pickums, and I have them in my head. I'm gonna, I have it a picture on my phone. I'm gonna look at it every once in a while, and I'm just gonna like dwell on it, and I'm probably gonna change them by the end of the night. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm also probably I'm gonna, gonna percolate. I went risky with a couple picks I, in there. I went too, too crazy at the start. Now I mellow down. It's a little bit less crazy. You you went with your heart, I think. On a I did. Of things. Well, also this is the upside down major. I mean, not literally, but yeah, kind of in a mean. sense of phase is out, all three vitalities out, liquid is out. All of these teams didn't make it. Like for you to think that Navi is now gonna win it all, it's like kind of kind of naive. I feel like I with the environment, right? Yeah. Like the tournament is theirs to lose now. There's no doubt about that. I think that's going to be the storyline. We're gonna push. I got some for you while, while Chad's peeing because I thought about this earlier in the podcast and I wanted to tell him. He needs to see our urologist as well. We didn't get a chance. Yeah, it's a long pee. Uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorite esports stories because Chad brought it up about how he was. And this is at Chad's expense. This one is definitely at Chad's expense. Is when he was. Um, when he was in Renegades and doing the Vegas thing, and wow. he and he, <laughs> and he was getting all of his paychecks were coming late, like months late, months late. I remember being in Vegas for like one of the E-League kickoff things um, and going out to a club. And it was his CEO, not Monty. But I was with you. Yeah, we took us out to a club and he was paying the bill. He was yes. paying the bottle service bill. Yes. And then Chad's like a year later when Chad starts doing work and he's like, yeah, I was getting fucking paid late, like six months late each and every time. And I was like, yeah, bro, he's spending your paycheck on fucking bottle service for me. Yeah. <laughs> Certain uh, Chris animal was the name of that club. Yeah, yeah I can't remember. Yeah. Chris, Chris Badawi. Yeah. Oh, Badawi. So, Badawi. Badawi. So, Sounds the bracket chat. The bracket. Look Sorry, like I'm this. back. I can think now. Outsiders Fanatic. Outsiders win. Uh, Mouse Cloud 9. Cloud 9 wins. Spirit Heroic. I want to say Spirit. I want to go with that Spirit. But I have a better thing in mind. Okay. Heroic wins. Okay. I haven't looked at the maps or the matchup or anything. Heroic wins. Navi, Furia. Navi wins. Outsiders Cloud Nine. Okay. Outsiders win. Chill. Heroic Navi. Wow. Heroic wins. Chill. He's crazy, dude. He's losing. Outsiders heroic. Mind. Outsiders win. Ever Outsiders are the major champions. Outsiders heroic grand final. Yes. Dude, he's lost it. Ever Is since it because that, he can't get a diamond coin? Ever since that poker music in the shuttle. A little bit, shuttle, but I'll out, tell you this. Sorts. Okay, Outsiders fanatic. Outsiders stomped him the first time around. Sixteen one. It's gonna 16, be different. 14. It's gonna be different maps. A fanatic is a good team. Outsiders are better. Cloud9 Mouse, Cloud9 seems to be in form. Mouse are playing good CS. Stage game in front of 15,000 people. Now they perform better than you thought in front on the stage yes. against 4,000 But people. that was because Dexter came up with like a yeah. career map. Yeah, that was a crazy. They were losing, they were losing yeah. 7-1. Yeah. So, you know, I'll have Shiro X, I'll Hobbit all day in that yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. who, who did it better? Sponge vs. Titan or Dexter versus... Uh... <laughs> it's up Sponge there. Sponge vs. Titan. Sponge vs. Titan. Thanks, guys. I appreciate Spirit that. Heroic is like, I, as I said, I love Spirit. But, you know, I don't know. I want Heroic because of the Heroic Navi matchup. Navi Furia, if Furia beats Navi, they're going to win. The Major? Probably. Okay. Because... Off of momentum. Yes. Dude, he's... But I don't think they no, will. I, think I don't think right. they will because no Navi way. is too good of a team. No way. And too experienced of a team to let themselves get carried away by yes, whatever. Yes, yes. Right. So Navi is going to beat Fury at 2-0. I feel like it's not going to be very close. Either. Make it close for the fans, Janko. Give them three. It's not going to be because Navi bans Vertigo. 
then you know furia was what they're gonna do pick nuke you know which is like was navi's best map in the year when they were the best team in the world so i feel like navi's got that so navi heroic heroic always played navi close and they've lost to navi i feel like last four times they played them yeah they eliminated them in antwerp in the quarters and in the semis of stockholm they lost to g2 and the pro league where navi won uh, the grand slam which was before stockholm Heroic played them in the semis, and that was the closest Navi got to losing in that tournament. And yeah. Kaden has a belief that him and his team can and beat that Navi. that really matters. So th this is the thing. Whether what people think, if the team believes that's a good matchup for them, yeah. they're going to play with more confidence, yeah. and that's all that matters, no matter how ridiculous it looks to us. So I feel, if I ask you if Navi and Heroic play five times, how many times is Heroic going to win? Twice. But that's because I believe kind of like you. Yeah, I would say once. I think even. they could win. Once twice. or twice. I was say, I was so, if say they, once. so if they lost last four times, yeah, right? It has to come sooner or later. Unfortunately for Navi, I think it would it will happen if they meet that Heroic will beat them. Okay. And then Heroic in the grand final, I think Cloud9 is going to collapse because they've collapsed every single fucking time that you thought they were going to do something. Oh, they yeah. fucking collapsed. So I think they're going to collapse again. They're going to collapse Again, no. Outsiders are going to beat them in that sort of a matchup because also right now Cloud9 three zero they've been playing better. It's them versus Navi. The, the 2021, only... the early 2021 finals <laughs> that we've seen, everyone sees it. Yeah. They can't handle that shit. There's too much talk about them. Uh, outsiders in that matchup is Spirit in the Liquid matchup. No one's fucking talking about them. You They're just now. expected to lose because of the storyline or whatever. They're gonna fucking win that game. Then you have. Jame and Kicker back in the major grand final for the since, second time since, second time since Berlin, Berlin yep. since Berlin, right? Going up against Heroic, and that's more of a coin toss. Maybe Astralis, because I like to say, I like to say <laughs> in these games, it's about also having experience of playing big games and like the amount of pressure that's on you. And neither any. team have really much, but I'm going with outsiders because Jame, I believe I trust Jame more than I trust Kadian. Oh. Every every single part of his every single matter. person every single person you talk to or ask about James today, Fame said, uh, "This guy is, I think he's the smartest person in the world." <laughs> it's like, <laughs> they're indoctrinated. No, because they? it's like he they wear flip, flip, they, flip it goes, say he's he's really good with experienced players and he's really good with young players, like helping bring them up. Like okay. there's a lot of and I told I said on another podcast a couple episodes ago, Yakinder even told me himself that he thinks James is like one of the smartest players. Like tactically, he loves the way James thinks about. And him. okay, the one thing I will say that might not happen that outsiders might fuck something up along the way is because they lost a game at the RMR to Heroic. Oh. I think in the 2-1 game, it was they had, I think it was to Heroic, they had the lead on Inferno, they had good situations, and they kind of were too hasty. It seemed like they panicked a little bit, they weren't as calm. Now, they look better at this tournament when it comes to that, but come playoff time, maybe they're still like, maybe, maybe Paris Major is like where they really hit their peak, right? Maybe this one is too soon. Dude, but I like how they play, yeah. I love how much... Fucking, they make it hard for you to play against Cloud9 them. Cloud9 is never going to lose out. No one is buying the pay-per-view for what Yanko is selling. No, so it's Jason, horrible. be out Dana exactly. White. But, okay. but I've sold you guys, and now you think it's possible. <laughs> no, now you're second-guessing your pick -ups. I don't at all. Yes, you are. Just. Okay, Cloud9 is going to beat Malice. The only obstacle I have for Cloud9 right now is they've had these these days off. Three like days, maybe they four lost, days. Maybe yeah. they lost some of their little their mojo. Maybe they lost some steam and some momentum. But I think Malz and the first game is going to help them get back into things. I think sure. that's going to be a forgiving matchup to them where they can be slow starting. They can play, make some mistakes, and they'll come back. Uh, I have outsiders being fanatic as well. They're going to make it to the semifinals. Okay. That semifinal of Cloud9 Outsiders, in my mind, 
those two teams, like, Cloud9 is everything that I wish Outsiders was, which is playing with some heavy swinging balls. Like, actually making, like, Cloud9 wait, at this event wait, has looked wait, good. Wait, 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 What did you, you just, just say? He just said Cloud9 have balls. Yeah. You're saying Outsiders at this don't event, have them? At, no, Outsiders plays the fucking percentages like a bunch of pussies the whole game. Jeez. They just play it till the end. They grind you down. And I respect that style to a certain degree, but you can't win championships. You, can't win, you can't win majors style. like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll Except Cloud9 has balls. Dude, wait until you see. Look, okay. I'm Listen, not... every male has balls, Jason. You know, <laughs> you didn't make a massive statement here. Theirs are so fucking tiny <laughs> that you probably need a fucking microscope to find them. Come fucking playoff time. <laughs> yeah, because asking if they've dropped yet. But okay, continue. continue. No, Cloud Nine's gonna take Outsiders. They're gonna be in the final. The other side of things is where it gets a little bit spicy because I'm I'm on board with Yanko to a certain extent with like the Spirit Heroic. Like I feel like Heroic is gonna win that, but I want Spirit to win it because I really like watching Spirit play. Okay. I have I have Heroic beating him right now, but that's one of the ones I might flip flop on in my, okay. in my pickups. Okay. Um, Fury and Navi. I think that could be a little bit of a trap game for Navi. However, like I think Fury could actually How? win that to an extent. How? I don't know. I How? don't actually know. Because here's the other side. Why? I, here's the. I, why? I just said I don't know. I just why? feel that way. So why? I'm giving you my why? feelings here. My emotions. So it's your gut feeling. Yeah, it's a okay, gut feeling. He can get away with it. It's a gut that feeling. That works. And but I think the obstacle. He's hungry. The obstacle for Fury too, though. Remember, is like I think a lot of people are going to get trapped by the sense that Fury are playing in front of like the home crowd, and I think that boosts them. But if you remember the first day of the Legend stage, yes, Fury did not look good. They lost their game in front of the crowd. They felt the nerves of the Too crowd. Big. And I think if you put <laughs> if you put them in front of an 18,000 person crowd, I think that's actually going to be harder on Furia than like I think that's a whole new step up. So I have Navi winning it, but I think there's a chance that, that Fury could surprise. They don't have a map pool to beat my, Navi. My, but here's the thing. Yes. I also I also have yeah, yeah, I know that. I also have a, a little bit of a fear of Navi right now though because they look slow against big. They looked they looked really but, rough but against Big. Perfecto done. was their they highest the rated player done, in that series. But yeah. Perfecto carried a lot of it. SDY did a good job in early going into those games to keep them alive, alive as well. And I mentioned this as well. They don't feel like Navi doesn't feel to me. It's just continued here at this event, and this has nothing to do with Counter Strike. This has absolutely nothing to do with Counter Strike. But they much much different from when we saw them at Stockholm, being very like they were team oriented. They were busting their ass, hardworking. All their mm -hmm. interviews, they were all on the same page. This team like here at this event feels very disconnected. Like I don't see any of them together. Ever and like well, you they, can, got, they brought fucking porn stars here. You yeah, know, they've yeah. got family here. And I, I, like, there's lots of distractions. I mentioned it previously. There is there's a lot going around with Navi, and obviously with all the different situations throughout the year, I think this team has slipped a little bit in focus. So I don't think they're going to be that dominant Navi that people expect them to be throughout this run. I think there's okay. going to be there's going to be some difficult some hiccups. So I do have I do have Navi heroic in the in that semifinal. I would take Navi for that one, and I'm booking as a Cloud Nine Navi final. Now that is the best storyline final, yeah. right? I'll agree wholeheartedly Absolutely. in that. That being the best storyline final if Cloud9 Cloud win, win. Yes. Because there's gonna be a coming of age tournament for Cloud9. And we've already we've they're already just on like the, we said for Cologne. Where they, they lost to Liquid and Astralis. But they okay, but I didn't say that at Cologne. Look, they're already on the hero's journey, right? <laughs> They've gone from the 0-3 challenger stage to the 3-0 in the in the legend stage, and now they go into the playoffs. I I agree with you that their biggest yeah. uh, problem right now is the lack of playtime yeah. going into this match against Maus. But I the the thing with the Maus game, and this is I can't quantify this. I think Cloud9 are the favorites, and I think Cloud9 will win, but they've never played against each other. You want you want to know this, Jason? There's a higher chance of Cloud9 losing to Maus than there is for them to win the tournament. Holy shit. He's doubling well, down. Just, not made, not, why is he, why he's he doing the classic. Not double down. Why is he doing no, this? Not to win the tournament. Make the finals. Okay, make the finals. That's even worse. Yes, yeah, for okay. you. So he doesn't think that they can win and definitely no, doesn't think they can make the finals. You've lost it. Cloud9's getting this is, the This is it, Yanko. This is what's going to happen here, mate. This is how it's going to go down. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. Do you want? Do you need to see the bracket? You got no, I don't need to see the fucking bracket. Don't worry about that shit. So they're gonna pick up the win. 
They're going to take down Mounds. It's going to be a good game. Mounds are going to come in. They're going to show some good Counter-Strike. But the thing is, they don't have a safety net. People can say it's Frozen. That's fine. But he isn't the safety net of the team. It has to be your Orpa or it has to be some other fucking big baller. I think Frozen's a great player. But compared to Shiro, they're going to get... Like, Shiro's fucking going to destroy them. This just kid... Please don't have dropped off, Shiro. Please. He's not going to have dropped off. Okay, I'm just... If right now Shiro is going to look at this fucking crowd and go, you guys said fuck me. Well, guess what? Fuck you. I'm about to push your shit do you think in, he'll, right? Do you think he'll have the crowd? Surely against Mouse at least. I don't think so. Okay. They, got, they got jerseys. The Cloud9 didn't invest in shit. Mouse has jerseys. So what's going to happen is, right, old mate Shiro is going to come through. He's going to drop some fucking bombs. The team's playing well. Hobbit's a fucking god as well. He's yep. back on that stage. He's like, it's been a long time since I've been here, motherfuckers. I've won one of these bitches before. There's going to be a lot of confidence. Cloud9 going to just get through. Mouse is probably a three-mapper, but it'll be a good game. Never seen them play. Don't know how it's going to work, but it's all good. Outsiders, sure. Okay, here's the deal. Fame, Norbert, no experience. Everybody from Cloud9 at least has some. That game will be another one. It's going to be one of the slowest, most boring games of Counter-Strike in the history of major playoffs, but it's going to happen. Cloud9 are going to get through that. They're going to be in the grand final. Na'Vi, they're going to run the bracket on the other side. This is going to be Cloud9, their coming-of-age story against Na'Vi in the grand final where Shiro fucking pops off with some crazy big dick fucking plays and makes a name for himself, and then his face is on the side of this fucking hotel. It's massive. We love Shiro. He's the new big dick, the new one in swing campus he's, he's, he's not just him it's you, skipped, just you him. skipped over spirit heroic who do you think is gonna win that one uh heroic okay yeah and i uh, look <laughs> I, I, I just i wanted to yeah a lot of confidence no because i i had spirit as my 3-0 okay and i think that they can definitely look spirit have a lot of respect for a uh, heroic because i did an interview this morning i had heroic on one side i had spirit on the other and uh, also striker was telling me that there was some stuff in the interview about how they uh they they watched a lot of heroic stuff and they, they like the approach siren i asked the question what do you think Heroic's biggest strength is he says he thinks they're the smartest team. That was it. Really? Right? He thinks they're the smartest team. Smartest team. Yeah. I also asked them. I said, Shush, you and Siren play similar positions. You're both anchors. So yeah. I said, Shush, do you have you watched any Siren demos? He goes, No, but I probably should. And uh, Siren goes, Yeah, I've watched lots. So there's a real respect from the spirit, uh, spirit side, side onto Heroic. Now that could work against them in this environment, but like you feel, I don't think Spirit give a fuck. However. They definitely have the crowd against them. And to say you don't give a fuck about a crowd as a 17-year-old, two 19-year-olds, I don't know how fucking old Magic's is, maybe 20, 21 at most, and Chopper's 25. Once you're up there and there's an entire arena booing you because Heroic are the fan favorites in that game. That is undoubtedly the case. That that will that is ente- that's the intensity of that. It's a lot. It's gonna be a lot to deal Here's with. Here's a question because I'm having a, I'm having a little bit of a brain fart. This is this the exact same team that was in uh, Antwerp Spirit? No, no, no. Dexter, no, Dexter, Dexter, Dexter wonderful. and Wonderful. Yeah, they. But swapped. this is the thing. Dexter obviously doesn't shy away from the moments, which means that now. Uh, Look, that's a positive thing. All right, everybody. Yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna make sure. I want to make sure I'm very clear about this. Um, so, I have to. Everyone thinks I hate him. I don't fucking hate him. Uh, but the, Dexter doesn't get scared. And yeah. I know Patsy doesn't get scared, but I'm not saying Wonderful will, but Wonderful is a passive orper. So somebody else might have to step up to that plate to be alongside of Patsy. And if that's the case, so far it's looking like Siren. And yeah. he's a fucking anchor. So yeah. I don't know. Like, I want Spirit to win. I think they're a cool team, man. What if we have I think four that CIS is, teams, bro, in the, in in the, the semifinals? semis? That's that, crazy. That'd be weird. It's very possible, too. It's very possible. Very possible. I think, I think Spirit Heroic is probably low-key, probably the most... The interesting matchup in terms of exciting gameplay in I the agree. quarterfinals. I like agree. Fury and Navi is going to be really cool, obviously, for the it environment. It could be. Right? It could be very cool. It could pop off, but yeah. there's there's like a 30 there's a 70 chance. There. Whereas yeah. Heroic. heroic uh, it's the most 50 50 game we got. It's 50 50 game, but it's 100% it's going to be a good game. Yeah. Well, 99%. Never 100%. go. Never, never go. 100%. Never, ever, ever. Never go 100%. That's a, that's a problem. <laughs> 
I wanted to ask this question. Okay. And yeah. I'm going to take us off. Look, I know because we, we, we're obviously just spitballing here what we think is going to happen. Can I truly. I, wait, can I grab one of those beers? You want to be, take I'm this in, one? I'm in the mood now. Take this one. Take this beer. Okay. Um, I think that. Uh, I honestly think that um, Navi are going to win. Right? I'm building the best storyline for Cloud9 to be the victors, but I think Navi are going to win overall. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys a question about this. Navi are a big favorite. I think that also needs to be. Yeah, stated because you look like they play a Furia team that they've, I think, look it up, Jason, but I think like if you look at their matchups, historically, I think Navi hasn't had problems. I wouldn't imagine. With Furia so. and... Not uh, that style. And f listen, this is the thing. I looked this up today when I was looking stats for the Outsiders Fnatic game. Furia has a 4v5 win percentage of 51%. Yeah. That's insane. Like There's a no man down, they up. win more There's rounds no than they lose. Keeps up. Right? Who did Furia beat? Nobody good. Yeah, Furia, that's the short answer. Furia beat Big 2 0, Spirit 16 yes. 13, and Ant 16 6. And the Spirit one was a big one. And what happened they in the Spirit game? They should have they they lost 11 4, right? 11 4 first half, and it should have been even more for Spirit. They, After Alex and I praised them for the entire half up into the final two rounds, they were so reserved. They weren't over peaking. And then they had one round where they all decided, for whatever reason, to feed themselves to drop. And he got a fucking ace. And it wasn't even a good ace. It was like <laughs> an ace that you forget about. And there was yeah. a couple of Cerrado clutches in there. And, you know, I was in the first. I was like, yeah, man, it's fucking spirit. They don't give a fuck about the crowd. Like, so, they, they were even fucking guy went out. And the guy was like. He was trying to get them on side. <laughs> so their last game, Navi Furia, was uh, was in Katowice this year. I'm assuming that's Katowice. 2-0 uh, win for Navi in the series. 16-12, 16-2. The last time Furia beat Navi was march of 21 that's online that's online yeah, yeah. so it's, it's it's just like one of these things where Furia was rough in the online air. let me tell oh you that. yeah let well me, when henny was that. there they were good yeah but Actually, that probably was a henny game yeah but that just if it was a henny game then there you go it's just like you watch Furia and they just keep coming at you it's like for someone like blade <laughs> it's a junior game for, for someone like blade <laughs> oh, it has to be a blast <laughs> it was, a was it a blast <laughs> no uh, pro league that was at pro league season okay 13, all right yeah. fair enough fair enough junior game so yeah, like they have that in their pocket. Then they have either Spirit or Heroic. Heroic, they've always had the upper hand over, and Spirit, uh, you know, a domestic matchup sort of, but they're like the big dog. And they have the experience in those games. And you have to remember, those Spirit did, they put up the biggest fight to phase yes. yeah. at the Antwerp Major. That so was a sick game. That's not going to be an easy game for Navi, but I feel they, and you also need to understand, someone like Simple, he lives for stage games. Mm. Yeah. Big mm -hmm. moments, big games. Like I talked to him when he first got here. And he was so pumped. It was like I was like, "Hey, have you been watching it from home? Is this like cool? Are you excited for this?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm actually like." He's like, "I'm super excited. I'm, I'm nervous." Like he, was, oh. he actually told me he was a little like nervous cause he because he was. It's the biggest event yeah. ever. Yeah. Like you know, in, in terms of a lot of things. So you get that, and you get to the final, and who, whoever is on the other side, they're five times more experienced than yeah. whoever is on the other side of the bracket. I feel like Simple would tell you he wants Cloud Nine, because they were losing to them a couple of tournaments early in 2021 online. Mm -hmm. Everyone else would probably say anyone but Cloud9. I mean, not everyone else, but you know, if you ask Blade or something, right? Like those teams are so familiar. That was so weird. They played each other in the which game? One zero game here. Say it again. Navi Cloud9. They played like in the one. This is the first time they played this year. Yeah, yeah. And they played thirteen matches <laughs> yeah, last yeah, year, yeah, thirty five yeah. right. maps right. last year, and this is the first time they met. So it's mental. So. And I think Cloud9 was up in that game, weren't they? Cloud, uh, Cloud or no. No, Cloud9 won that, that game. That was yeah, one Cloud9 of the Cloud9 came CT on, side comebacks. Yeah, yeah over, Overpass or... Mirage. Mirage, yeah. I was surprised by that. So, and for Cloud9... 9-1 run. For Cloud9, if you're looking for more, even though I don't trust them, 
But if, if one of the reasons why you could trust them is because they've had a lot of comeback wins, which needs mental fortitude. I can tell you something as well that's going to help you believe, to get you back on what? track, back into reality. As an NFL fan, okay, <laughs> defense wins championships, Yanko. <laughs> Fucking hell, Jason. Defense wins You believe in or what? Offense wins games. You believe in? Defense wins championships. What, me? No, 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 no. I have no reason to believe them. I'm not believing them until they do something. I don't believe them. We, like, asked, we asked Flit and Flame. We were you know like, who this is reminiscent of? TSM. The Danish lineup, like the okay, Astralis yeah. guys well, before they, they became Astralis. Astralis. Yeah. Like, they, they had, Probably Dignitas as well, the they defensive had, sides. They, they had everything, not just the, the good CT sides, but also just this team is talented enough, good enough. It has enough experience at this point that they should be able to be this like the teams that they beat in groups they lose to them in the playoffs and all this was like a ceiling for them when they reached top four and for whatever reason that seems to be the case for cloud nine eventually tsm became astralis and they, be they became the best team yeah. in the world whether cloud nine will be able to do that with this five-man lineup we don't know whether this will be the their e-league atlanta made or yeah. whatever here's, it is here's a question for you because we talked in one of the previous episodes of saying if Cloud9 doesn't do something great at this, if, if Cloud9 doesn't like do good at this event, there's a change coming for sure. Are you asking if they've done good enough? What if they make it to the finals and lose? Semi's minimum. Semi's minimum? Semi's minimum. And semi's minimum because actually, no, they have to make the final. I would say the final. Bro, they have to make the final. Evil Geniuses removed a player after they won the international. So I feel like it's not as dependent on their result as it is on how the team feels. Yeah, but Dota's so weird with those roster changes around the international. Yeah, those motherfuckers change yeah. roster more than they change underwear. Oh, fuck you guys. I was, just, I was just trying to make a point, but yeah. Also, e.g. the model for team management. Yeah, yeah. They're doing a Rocket great job. Scientist. Check this tweet, Yanko. one time. Check that, check that tweet. What's that? <laughs> who do you think said that? Who, who sent that? Khan. <laughs> oh, I see at the top. Like, oh, it yeah. says? Yeah. At the link. What do we got here? Evolution. It's the evolution of the recycle bin. That's not bad. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. I, I like that he's talking yeah, shit. Sure. Yeah. Maybe Khan and I can get him back on side. Yeah. I also don't understand why like orgs are going so hard on each other. No, because they know it's fun. Well, it's I, because they they also like the watch they also watch like how impactful like, Ooh, the memes are, and they watch I, how impactful G two social. Can I send is. another? That's can true. I send a heartfelt fuck you? Yeah, of course, absolutely. As Heart, as you want. Heartfelt fuck you to Messi also, because he was <laughs> trying to be funny on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and Shout he tweeted out, out where are where are all those guys? Where are all those like uh, beamers got done in? Like uh, oh, they, they all seem yeah, to yeah, have yeah, gone yeah. quiet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course, I replied. Still here. What's up? Never yeah. replied. Uh, no, back, okay. Right. So it's all one because 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 there's two things about this. Maybe maybe just maybe if you were focused more on your own fucking situation. <laughs> Here we go. Situation. Here we go. Situation. Right? Maybe take care of your own fucking mess first because before you try to be edgy on Twitter, right? What if Liquid bring Grim back? Second thing. <laughs> se second thing. Well, Leash was his downfall, so maybe he can come Second thing. Back. It's like no one really argued that much about the change itself, but the timing of the change. And I will stand behind what I said. Yeah, but we know that. Right? Until So... You're trying to be edgy, trying to be like a little fucking weasel. That's not gonna. That's not gonna fucking happen on my fucking watch. Why don't you take it? Instead, as your biggest success is like almost beating washed-up Brazilian team for a spot at the major. They got Halzak now though. So. And getting like what? Oh yeah, they got into the playoffs of pro league. Yeah. Corn fucking rats. That's all your accomplishments this year. Great. 
Hmm, things are going so great. Let me see if I can be funny on Twitter. Oh. Look, 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 look. We most most people would understand the rationale of why this beam is shit, right? Because it like it, it's a kid now. He's been thrown out into the wild, and it meant that he wouldn't have an opportunity to even try and play the major, even if he wanted to, right? So they they can be they're mutually exclusive, right? They they don't have to be these, exactly right. So and a sensible person would be aware of that, and hence not make the tweet. But we were just talking about orgs and banter, so maybe you know Graham was just trying to banter. Maybe Graham likes you, Yanko, and he's just he's, he's just maybe maybe it wasn't directed at you. It wasn't directed. Yeah, it wasn't directed at me. I didn't think it was directed at me. I just think it's like fuck off. Man, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, can't argue with that. Can't Five fuck with that. In. You can't yeah. fuck with that. You it's can't all fuck good. With that. Um, I did have another question I wanted to ask. Let me see if I can reach deep into the back of my brain socket and see if I can fish this one out, Ian. Okay. How long have we been doing this for? Two hours. Well, I've had a lot of fun today. I have too. Yeah, I've had a good time. It's not to say I had fun every other day. But I feel like we really had a variety of like topics and talks. Yeah. We've done a really great job conversating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Usually, this is good. When banter. we just hang out, like, it's way worse. Jason is on his phone all the time. Oh, yeah, oh shut true. the fuck that's up. <laughs> no, we, we did. Do, are we going to go out for dinner? Did Taka reply? Yes. He did re- He did reply. Do we have some suggestions? Uh, he gave me, let's see, I think one. Is there anybody here from the old boys club that we want to invite? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I got to send a message about the schedule now that Matt's gone. Oh, dear, man. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> all still mates. Uh no but this look to be honest I feel like we're in um from our perspective as what we do as a job I think we're in like uh and this this has nothing to do with any of the shit that's happened in recent times or whatever but I think like we're we're back in a good place like ESL invited a lot of people we had a lot of a lot of talent here we we I hate that term still a lot of broadcasters here sorry um talent we have talent. Sh- fucking shit name um we've had uh we didn't come up with it I found my in-ears today. It's a good day. Uh, like in terms of, you know, the what we've been provided with here, that gaming room, obviously, which has been a highlight. <laughs> Come <laughs> on now. The, be- the things, beach is across yeah. the road. There's a swimming yeah. pool. Like in terms of the only the only thing, you know, that I have had a time with is food, but that's my own shortcomings of not really leaving. And that's why I want to go out for dinner tonight and get a decent meal. Let's I would love I would love to go out for a meal. It's 5.30 now. Okay, but we can't, invite, 7 PM. we can't invite dinner. Harry because he's got to convert this into a YouTube video. Yeah, Harry. <laughs> Do it. Do so, it. It, it shouldn't take him too long, if, especially if he's I'm using just fucking around. We can invite him. Yeah, right. Well, but he doesn't. I mean, eat. we can put the podcast up without the YouTube video and get the YouTube video up later. Yeah, yeah, that works too. I'm just trying to think if there's anything that we haven't really like capped off on here. Like, is there anything that happened across the course of this that we we've we've left out? We haven't. Well, we could touch on the Astros. Then we kind of skirted it over. Like, oh yeah. The, the device isn't playing. Yeah, the Eliza It's not like super point. Like he it's took not another news, break. <laughs> So I look. I get this. Funny. If I was in Device's shoes and I was going to return and have an academy player in my team, I wouldn't want to play either. Um, I, I would want it to be the full-fledged roster, which maybe is them attempting to get Stair, which is the rumor. Um, if they can get, if they can get Stair, Device, Blame, Glaive, they still need one more, right? They still need. I, I'm so, like, I, I, Zip's been doing this forever, right? So I don't. He's I, been skirting the line. But he's no, got but, nine lives. But he was playing one point six at the top towards the tail end, right? Why if don't I you remember just get Stare and Zyphon from from Zyphon would be good. Yeah. Zyphon would be good. I I, I think I, that was Yanko's suggestion a while back. Yeah, yeah it was like Yanko's suggestion. But give, that, give the that, boy credit. That would be good. <laughs> Zyphon was the highest rated player for Sprout at this event, yeah. and his experience He's as an eighteen year old kid showed. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about them. I think Longs as well is 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 pretty good. Yeah. I liked what I saw. I liked the way Lonks carried himself. I also liked the story behind his name, the fact that he's a fan of FNX and his name was Lau and yeah. his name's Lau as well and the NX on the end. I think that's cool. That's um, a rough name to cast. Lonks. Lonks. 
All right. Uh, how about something that you guys have no idea that happened that I know that happened? Okay. Okay. Well, wait. Let me go to HLT. Blastful finals groups are out. Oh yeah. Oh, I did see that. So it's uh, like GSL groups, and then the top team goes to the semis, and then the other two go the... towards the quarters, and oh, the last I team. I hate is... that shit. Well, it's not like blast formats are forgiving, Jason. So it's weird that they've decided to do it like this, being so forgiving. I just hate, I hate skipping stages. I want like a full fucking playoff. Well, that's what I want to change about the major, if I'm going to be honest with everybody, right? I would love to change at the major, that whole factor right there. I wish, and I can't come up with the format right now. I'm going to do a lot of thinking about it, but I would love to have all 24 teams, no challenger, no legend stage, just a group stage, and then the playoffs, where we have a format to get those eight teams through. Now, there's a lot of different formats we could suggest, and none of them that I can come up with on the spot are good enough. So I want even bother suggesting it but i think that i don't like the idea of having a challenger stage and then a legend yes, stage i, I want to have just a stage it's a, you cannot call it a major just because people get stickers like if the top eight teams on paper at the very least you can't phase them how can you call it like you know when there's like no possibility of doing it so yeah i'm happy for the teams that you know they get stickers and there's more revenue for players yes, yes i'm happy for all of that but i think like it's a little bit confusing like even today jason like when we were doing this like it's called the new champion stage and we're here with our champions imagine someone who's just tuning in yeah they won the event yeah so they yeah. like one day what do you mean champions yesterday in cast and then like in the break he had to be like he to me he was like I, I meant champion stage and I was like I know what you meant Alex right like we we like yeah. the terminology is confusing yeah, it's, in it's itself it's fucked and Valve fucked themselves like so we should unfuck this starting from next year but we'll figure it out well, we but have so much influence I just want to say Blastfall finals are going to be dog shit because of one simple reason Jesus the major champions outsiders are not at the event <laughs> no but honestly honestly like let's let's this is actually the thing I wanted to talk about rat. this is what I wanted to talk about yeah Yanko's actually bang on here out of the teams in the playoffs, five of eight came from the challenger stage. Uh, five out of eight are fro um, uh, ESL partner teams, and two out of eight are blast partner teams. And four of them are CIS teams. You mean when you say two out of eight? Navi and Heroic are the only blast okay, partner teams. Okay, but they're also ESL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, okay, there's overlap okay. there. Yeah, there, yeah, there yeah, is yeah. overlap there. Yeah, but, yeah. but my point is this look. The ecosystem is as it is at the moment. The three of us understand probably more than most as to why the, there's a necessity for partner teams. But this here is showing you that it's just what some of these companies are doing. It's a popularity contest of name as to how they get your viewership. It is not the best Counter-Strike, right? We could chat until the, the fucking cows come home about the format of this event and seeding and this, that, and the other. But the one thing that you can't fuck with as far as Valve is concerned is this is a meritocracy. Yeah, you yeah. are you where you it. are based off the fact in their in their eyes. If you win, in you win. If you lose, yeah. you lose. All right, riddle me, riddle me this, Chad. Okay. So the reason why there's partner teams is because back in the day there was more tos and you wanted to make sure you had the best, best teams at your tournaments. You got the most views and blah 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 blah. In this ecosystem, if there were no partner teams, do you think a new player would join? or rejoin the circuit like as a TO because they would see an opening because probably it's putting off a lot of people out there oh so I can't compete with these people because they have side contracts with the teams you mean you mean like uh, like TSM as an example who we know are trying to is that what you're talking about no I'm talking about if there were no partner teams does E-League make a comeback or Starladder you know no so if that's the case then there isn't really a, a lot of downside to just making it more open I don't think it's the yeah go on no, but, but I was going to say, but oh, you mean, the TOs no don't want to take that risk. Yeah. Well, and also, it's not so much about the ecosystem being open or closed. It's more about space in the calendar. 
It's more about having enough space in the calendar to have your product in front of people in time, and right. time and time again. I'm going to say something about the space in the calendar and being too many tournaments. A lot of teams, this is their last tournament. Yes. That's my last yeah, tournament. But that's not fair. Because you have that's all finals and world finals. Yeah, and, but, and that's two eight-team tournaments. Yeah, but, but, and there's matches. nothing else. That's not fair, though. Because there was supposed to be an IM winter. Which is eight which, teams. Which is canceled. Or should or was that going to be? Yeah, but if you're if you're a TO and you're going to invest millions of dollars, why would you want to just why would you want a space in the calendar where you have to go over somebody else's tournament? Like, why would you want that? But kind you, of but you wouldn't go over. But you I'm saying to. it's like people are talking about the schedule being too cramped. It's going to be what 14th of November when this event is done. So we have over a month. And a team like and then we have the fall finals in a week. Which team is like teams. outsiders that they have no but other events until like Masters. end of. Right? Do they have, do they play that? Fanatics there, Astralis is there. That's the but that's for teams. That's because that plays the, the winner of that Katowice. gets a spot at Katowice. Yeah, yeah. God, Fanatic definitely signed up for that event before they knew they were going to be in the playoffs. Well, they wouldn't have a spot at Katowice, I don't think anyway, right? Yeah. So I don't know. But it, th- this whole they'll ecosystem, have a spot there if they win this tournament. So okay. Well, this this whole ecosystem conversation, right, and format and everything like that, we we can always do this, right? That's the thing that like bothers me the most when I see people being critical of all of this. Are we just trying to prop up the partner teams to be deeper in the tournament, right? When you have something like this, and I understand, I don't give a fuck who the, I never, I don't, I don't even, I know, I know because of you know certain segments, it's only like lure teams that are in the whatever, yeah. fucking colex thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a part of the, th- but I have, you know, because of that, I know, and because of the news post, I know, but I never go into a game and I'm like, oh, they're a oh, partner team. It's a yeah, partner I team think, against I don't us. think it colors our analysis or, or, no, 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 no. I don't think it affects us in that way, but it affects the ecosystem as a whole, right? Because you see more names more often yeah. than not. The fact that we're going to have Mouse versus Cloud9 as a quarterfinal match and neither of them are matched up against each other, there's no historic matchup, that yeah. says a lot, right? Yeah, but also that's why, listen, ultimately, I do hope we, become like there's just one to and in the end that but it's hard like, this is a very deep topic there's because two. the problem is with sports no one owns the game of basketball yes right but valve owns csgo so they have the final say but i don't think the solution is you know look at the nfl for example or the nba doesn't matter right like there's franchise a franchise league mm. and then there's a draft system because the game is so popular there's a lot of players coming in through the college system right mm. like so you can always have new players so i don't think that that's definitely not a model that we can recreate but no. we could potentially something more to football in europe soccer where it's like you know you have the main league like esl pro league then there's the v play academy league and there's maybe different national leagues and so on and that's how you get your like players for the main thing and maybe you have promotion or not but the the point of it is it's like that's when you can really kind of focus and do things otherwise it's just like more about you know blast is competing with esl and whatnot because you look at like i don't think they're competing anymore with nfl it's like you get you get a lot it's the most valuable like league in the world like the the tv revenue and whatnot so there's everyone's having a fucking amazing time who's in the nfl the players are getting paid a shit ton the teams are super valuable the executives are getting paid a lot at those teams the people broadcasting the games are getting paid a lot the partners investing the 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 networks are paying a lot for the broadcasting rights because you're getting a shit ton of money for the sponsors, for the ad revenue, and so, so, right? But you need to be able, like, it needs to be a product that makes sense 
for the advertise for the companies yeah, to yeah. pay you that much money to do it, right? And well, if if we're gonna go down that business road, that I think that's the key that you just kind of touched on there is is those broadcasting rights because nobody's how to figure out that gap. When I when I started casting, what, I actually what, what does that mean? What does broadcasting? So rights it's mean? like it's like ESPN will pay hundreds of millions. It means dollars Twitch to get will eight NFL it, games. It means YouTube will pay you fifty yeah. million instead of say, Twitch paying you forty million, and you will be on YouTube instead of Twitch. So so you're so telling remember so, when, so remember when Pro League went to Facebook? So when when everybody at home complains about ESL being on Twitch exclusively. They should also be complaining to the partner teams of ESL for ESL being on Twitch exclusively. Is that what you're telling me? So so Mouse, Fnatic, Na'Vi, Heroic, all of these names are equally... Well, I think the problem with something like esports, and, and this is where we don't know how to make up the gap, is I don't think there's any reason for a YouTube... Like, Absolutely. All the content We're not is big on enough YouTube. Yeah, there's for that. that stuff. We're not big it's enough, like... and all the content goes on YouTube anyways. It's just not live. Yeah, but, so, but I'm just asking that question, right? So I know a lot of people at home complain that they can't watch it on YouTube. So is the reason that we're on YouTube you can, is so that ESL can get commentary. money to pay these teams? Is that why? Wait, say that again. Is the reason that so the reason we're exclusively on Twitch is because Twitch will give ESL money to drive traffic to their website. But is the reason that ESL are on Twitch is so that they can then pay the money to the teams to be part of their league? Is that how that works? I mean, it, yeah, it depends on like the contracts and the rev share model that they have. But, I don't yeah. know the details, right? Yeah, I, I don't I, I, as much as I'm an ESL shill, I don't know what the fucking contracts but, look but, like. But, but that's that's the point. These broadcasting rights is the gap that we need to make up in esports. When I when I started casting, I I bought actually like a, a college textbook on like sports broadcasting, like history. Of course and theory. you did. Of course you. Well, because I was did. I was super I'm super curious. Like, how do we make this actually work? Like yeah. long term, how do you make enough money? And like the big thing was like sports. The NFL was struggling up until they figured out selling broadcast rights for yeah. a shit ton of money and okay. that is where nfl really took off was like i think it was like the late 70s early 80s when they like started doing the broadcasting rights and it was like oh this is fucking hundreds of millions of dollars but probably. we don't have a pay-per-view model don't they have a pay-per-view of course we're still, well, we're american, still in american our... television and cable is like you pay a yeah pack, a monthly you pay fee. for a yeah, package yeah, yeah. and you get like hey, the that came to channels. australia don't no. you worry yeah we got that too it was Dude, called foxtel we're we're just like in our infancy right like we're yeah. but we years have a... and years away from that but that's like kind of the end the game like you know there was the AFL so, like the UFC. so listen the NFL and there was an AFL so yeah, there was Australian National Football, Football League, League. No, <laughs> National Get Football League out. and American <laughs> Football League and they merged in the 60s but prior yeah. to that you had like two leagues and the NBA so and the NBA that, and the ABA yeah and they merged also as well. until like the 50s or 60s, 60s or something 60s, yeah. like that right and the sports existed for like 40 50 years before that so you know just for the sake of the analogy imagine you know tomorrow blast and ESL they merged, merged yeah. right? And they combined the leagues and combined the partner teams because it was different teams. And these are the teams in our league. And that becomes easier for sponsors and advertisers because they don't need to go to both and look at like who's more popular and do all of that. Okay, this game that a lot of people are watching because it's popular, there's this one thing that's the main, you know, that's where all the best games are played. Yep. And we're going to pay you money to put our ads on that because people are watching it, right? Yep. And that's how you do it. Like that, that. That's how, and then it becomes bigger. The game becomes more popular, popular. So the money increases, and that just takes off by itself. So I think that's your phone. That's your phone oh. next to the. Uh, that's alright. Sorry, okay. my bad. Good, yeah, good, so yeah, I think it's for us we, that we are still a long way up, away from that, and that's why what we are doing as talent and what we want to do is create better content, create more content, mm. build better storylines, create a better show because that will draw more people more to watch it. Emotional it will draw more eyes. It will make it more appealing to people. We already have the best fucking game yeah. for an eSport, the easiest eSport to get into, right? Like we can And we have become, the most personality in our players. You know, everything. 
bigger, like get this game like to more people. You know, it's to me, it's still ridiculous. Like when, you know, my mom has always followed like my career, but when I was a coach, she just like fucking started watching games and oh, getting yeah, into it. Too. So my uncle did as well. So his friends did, who all of their lives are like sitting down. I remember I was eight years old. I go out, I come back from running around the ball the whole day and they're sitting there watching Champions League and drinking beers. And then he sends me a photo when I'm in phase and they're sitting at the TV watching like us playing awesome. against yeah. someone and drinking beers and like the same guy is getting mad and yelling at the TV <laughs> yeah. and like they don't understand as much but they're like investing in it so and they enjoyed it now my mom is fucking still watching it like she watches like you she know when Nico plays on, yeah. against someone because she obviously knows Nico so she like has it on her TV That's when she's nice. chilling at the house and like watches fucking Counter-Strike I'm not going off. I almost she almost would have disowned me a 50 something year old woman <laughs> but you, you know think? like so if someone like that can get into cs then of course every fucking you know yeah. pe person who's like yeah. a teenager or a young adult who likes video games can get into it i got into the nfl because of the fucking content like the game is so hard to get into right like it's, it's so much lot, it's so complex right yeah. but the storyline you oh this team has this and this player and there's so much content it's like oh this is really cool now i'm a fucking fanatic about it so I really think that's like the the way to go and why we're like trying to push this and it's gonna take a long time. It's gonna take five years, ten years, fifteen years. It's a marathon, right? not a sprint, yeah. But I, I think we can get there, you know, if people are just kinda it's the same concept I had too, because I know like I, I got into the, the Pistons in basketball because I just remember being homesick one day watching a documentary on the Bad Boys Pistons from like the 80s and 90s. And that was fucking sweet. And you fall in love with that story. I'm also from Michigan, so that helps with the local connection. But like you just fall in love with the story of the players and the brand and that kind of and then you then you watch the current one and then you kind of get up to date. And that's that was my whole philosophy behind like the greatest games thing was I was at a hotel one day at one of the early events in like 2016. I think I was E-League. I was in Atlanta and there was a there it was like a one-hour documentary on the 1985 Bears run to, to win the Super Bowl. And Insane I was like, game. why aren't we doing this for Counter-Strike teams? Like, why aren't we going over historically their sick matches in the Grand Finals? Why aren't we going over and doing like a 45-minute content piece on a run through a turn? Like, we could do a phase, or close out New York. Liquid's yeah. Grand Slam run, which yeah. they did themselves. Team Liquid did, like yeah, yeah. I think, a piece on that. But... Yeah, it's insane. This is the thing, like because like you bring it to people because you I watch like the NFL. I'm like, bro, there's no way we're the same species. <laughs> you know, yeah. like these yeah. guys are like fucking insane athletes. Yeah. You know, and so on. Then you watch it and you see what they go through their process, and you understand there's a lot of sacrifice or whatever. I love the quote. This is from Call of Duty <laughs> the campaign. It's like there's no extraordinary humans. It's just ordinary humans. Doing extraordinary, doing things. extraordinary things like or extraordinary humans in extraordinary circumstances, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so that's what it is. That's what you want to try and bring to people. That's when people get engaged when they understand this guy is like the same as me, right? Like, and esports is the most accessible for that regard. True. Exactly, that's because there's no physical. Yeah. there's no physical component. I played basketball for ten years. Serbia, massive basketball country. Right. At some point, I realized, bro, I'm not I'm tall not enough. Basketball player, you know, yeah. I'm not going to be a basketball player. Yes, I believe there's some degree of talent in esports as well that's involved. But in reality, especially in this phase, if you grind enough and you work smart and hard enough, you can over overcome any like you know whoever the other talented player is, and yeah. that's like such a cool thing, right? Like there's no limitations for you. You can be the best in the world, like if if you apply yourself well enough. Counter Strike's like chess with headshots. Yeah. Right, like the level that you need to be understanding the game and how dynamic and stuff it is, like the constant maneuvers that are being made and how on the ball you have to be. And we spoke about a lot of mid-round calling and stuff earlier, right? And then you need the mechanical ability on top of that, but that's all up here. 
Right? Like, like yeah. it, it's all in the it's all in the head. Like, it, it's all how you can process it, how much practice you can put in, how good you reflexes, obviously, to some point. But even still, one of the most like beautiful moments I ever do when I'm casting Counter Strike is I love at the start of Inferno rounds. I fucking love when T sides are trying to be aggressive in banana, and you mm. watch the utility exchange back and forth. Like, oh, they just That's Molotov car. I'm gonna Molotov half yeah. wall, and oh, I'm gonna flash this corner, and they flash it back to. You. Like, I think that that exchange of utility because there's like five different ways to take banana, right? And you yeah. never know which one's gonna come out. So like the, that kind of different mind game throughout the entire course of a match is like one of the coolest things to watch and this is like people maybe don't understand the same level like if you and you have to make a read at the start like you have to think of what you think they're gonna do and then call what the counter is to that in your mind yeah and then if you're wrong you have to adapt it it can be bad but if you're really wrong you're just dead right like if you don't right if that is like a very basic like example but also if you're thinking like they're gonna slow fight it, like the kind of what Australia started doing, whatever, ages ago. But they're like more aggressive with three guys, and you're already in, but so you can't go back. Like you're already stuck, like there's maybe a molly or whatever. Like you're gonna take damage because of the spam, and you just run into, you just jump into tree, and then they throw two nades tree. You know, like where the double nades are gonna land, like there or mailbox, and it's like, that's it. And there's so many like micro things like that that impact shit. That's what makes like Counter Strike so cool because it became so high level where it's like so many little things matter i think that's one of the things that frustrates me most when we hear like the stories about like companies not wanting to be involved because of the guns and i'm just like put, so put me in that fucking room with the sales yeah guy. let us let try me, and sell let it. us show you that it's not just the gun it's yeah, also it's because you're not selling like i can understand yeah they sell the wrong our shit. parents maybe you know if they were really well not ours they're like you know i'm well, I met Jason's parents. They're they're very forward thinking people. But I was gonna say, you know, like older people. What does that mean? It means like someone, you know, your dad or my dad might see it and say, "Oh, I don't want my kid to play, you know, a game where you're like killing other people." Or, you know, yeah, I don't I want this company to. to I wasn't. I didn't want I wasn't to, like this company to. I wasn't allowed to see the Matrix uh, when it came oh, out. Shit. Jesus Christ! <laughs> so maybe Jason's dad, after all. <laughs> maybe, but. Uh, yeah, the, the point being, it's like this, you know, and the, then the advertiser doesn't want to get involved because of that sort of a reaction. But you're not advertising to our parents. You're yeah. advertising to, like, our generation, which everyone, like, understands. Like, it's a game and they watch it for that reason, you know, and it's ridiculous. To me, like, one of the most mind-blowing things is you just make it animated and it's fine. That's actually a case not just for video games, crazy? but TV shows. Yeah. If it's animated, you can fucking... Well, well, anyone yeah, you can, yeah. You, <laughs> you can... You Once you get tentacles in there, we gotta, we gotta have a conversation. You can, you can do, like, whatever. Like, how... Yeah, Fortnite's still a shotguns. You're still shooting some of the face of the shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's wow, so, so, so that's right. fine. And this is not... It's like, come on, guys. Like, you know, can we just agree that it's all video games and it's all yeah. cartoons and that's all, like, I you think, know, I fine. think the best example for me is, I think, in like in five in like ten years, we're gonna look back on this era of where people didn't want to do like video games with guns the way that like the previous generation, the boomers were like, oh, like rock music is like for the devil is like gonna make you like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. know that's like the equivalent in yeah. my mind right now is just like there's gonna be a realization at one point when enough of our generation gets older and is put in these positions where we're just like, that was fucking stupid. How long are we going for? We're now at two hours and sixteen minutes. We should all right. probably close it. I have I have a good thing to close right, last up because right, what right. you said uh, was. This is one thing that I thought was only in Serbia, but apparently it's global because I saw it on Instagram and people were replying comments, yeah, same in Uruguay, same in Ireland, whatever. This rumor that was spread in the 90s, right, that Marilyn Manson took out his ribs so he could suck his own dick. Like, you both already know about it, right? So 
that's amazing, that's right? True. That was before the internet really blew out. What a legend. Blew out, blew up. No. So we're going to leave you with that. Where did you want us to take this? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, you know. You want to have rib surgery? No. You want to okay. suck your own dick? <laughs> I already can. Oh. <laughs> Yoga. Ah, oh, I see. Yeah. yeah, he's a flexible man. No, I, no, can't, I can't touch my toes. <laughs> it's actually embarrassing. That story did make it around the world. It did. Right? Yeah. 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 It was in my school. It was in mine as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some weird shit in school. So, yeah. Shout out to whoever started that. That, one, that, was, that was legit. <laughs> it really well made done. its way around the world. Shout out to Marilyn Manson. Shout out to Marilyn Manson. Uh, okay. And uh, I'm going to shout out another podcast here. It's not a Counter-Strike podcast. Here we go. Right. It's one that I listen to. And if other people are interested in comedy podcasts, uh, I would recommend a podcast called Dudesy. They're on their 33rd episode. And uh, it's an AI podcast where... There's two people, Will Sasso, maybe you know Will Sasso, but he's with a guy. He's a, he was an actor, he's a comedian, he still is, uh, with a guy called Chad Colchin, who is a, like a, he writes scripts and shit. But anyway, they have an AI that determines week in, week out what the segment's going to be and what they're going to talk about, and it curates all of it, and it's fucking unique as shit, and I've been okay. listening to it shit. now. And it, 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 I just, if other people are interested in comedy style podcasts, it's a bit of fun. Can um, we experiment with that? If there's like a down week, maybe over like the Christmas break. Maybe we, we can get in their Discord and see if we can have like a crossover. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Okay. Talk, right. to, your, talk to your boy. Cool. Bye. Yeah. Well, see Bye. you.